Hello and welcome back to another episode of Harper and the Podcast. And if you're coming from the last episode of Harper and the Podcast, uh, I let you know that I took JoJo out before the show, so he won't have to go out during the show. So hopefully, he'll not bark and run away like last time. He's sitting here with us, with me and my guest. Oh my god! <laughs> he just belched immediately. <laughs> He just, I hope the mic got that. I hope so. That was incredible. It does not look loud on this, but I hope that the mic got that. Anyway, that was JoJo uh, burping into the mic right after I said you're not going to hear him. So that went great. Right when you started introducing your co-host. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, if JoJo will allow it, I would like to introduce my co-host who you might not have heard of him yet because your show's not out yet. No, it should be coming out middle of May, I believe. Next week we may be posting the first one. So that's Anthony Matteris. So hopefully that can be heard right now. And I'm hoping that... Oh, also we're back from technical difficulties. This was a, a time jump because that took four and a half hours to figure out why Anthony's mic wasn't working. I don't even think I was actually even introduced as a, I think I don't know that you I don't know that process. you might caught it. I think I might have said who are you? And you were like Yeah, probably. I am joined by Anthony Matteris. His brother is a longtime friend of the show, Dan Matteris, and he also edits the show. And although I don't know if he's gonna edit these anymore, because he's like married now, so he's like no time for Almost. me. Almost. Uh, tomorrow's the one year mark. I thought you were going to say tomorrow's the wedding. No, or not tomorrow, yesterday. Yesterday, because he's getting married on Star Wars Day next year. Oh, that's so nice. And I was like, oh, for Star Wars Day? He was like, no, we didn't realize. I was like, okay. That could have been you. As I know. Should have been you. Uh, Well, well, you could be Revenge of the Fifth the next day. That's true. That's true. So. And I think I'm I'm maybe at least one more year before. I was going to say, I'm really rushing it. We're, We're, I mean... Been I together just, almost 10 years. I just assume that everyone in my life who has love is just going to get married to that person. No one in my life will break up anymore ever again. That's, I mean, that's the dream <laughs> at this point. I mean, like I said, and and perfect time to be talking about it because we're in Harper in the podcast. We are in Harper in the podcast. Um, but, I mean, yeah, man, we've been, Emily and I have been together, eight, I think this will be eight years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Imagine. So I don't think I've done anything for eight years ever in my life. Well, we've been friends for longer than eight years, so there you got yeah, that. You got- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we've known each other. Yeah, on and off, you just don't know. <laughs> um, but anyway, earlier in this episode, you were introducing your your podcast, right? Yes, and so, the mic didn't let you. Right but now, it's going to let you. It's so. censoring us because we haven't officially released it yet. It's like no, you can't until you uh, release an episode. So we're. The podcast that I'm starting with two of my friends, uh, Gabe and Jared, uh, is called Watchers of the Multiverse. And what it is, it's a uh, biweekly or once every other week podcast where we talk about all things comic book media. So comics, movies, TV shows, uh, it's just the three of us just hanging out and just talking. We do kind of like a we started doing a like a book club kind of a thing. So we pick like a story arc or pick a specific character we read like the two weeks leading up to the episode we read that story arc and then we just kind of talk about it for 30 45 minutes definitely all fun yeah our first 
I don't know if technically it's the first episode because I think we're releasing them kind of out of order. But we did one uh, for Flashpoint because the Flash movie is coming out mm-hmm. later this year. And so we ended up actually reading the first or reading Flashpoint and then watching there's a DC animated movie on that. Oh. Um, so that was like a fun time. We got to, you know, pick apart the differences between the movie and the. Do you like watch these things all, like while recording? No. So we watched it. Well, we learned that we can't do it the way that we did it that time anymore because we watched the movie before we recorded but we put the movie on like the three of us watched it together and the entire time we're like jumping in saying like different things pointing out facts pointing out all this stuff and i'm i'm bad with it i'm like oh yeah here's fact. oh did you know this did you know this yeah. character yeah actually oh did you know um oh yeah i'm like that um actually yeah. <laughs> um, did you know he wasn't supposed to cut his hand on the glass I, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i there's a i don't know if it's actually in the in the episode or if we deleted it but i literally go um actually and start going on a tangent and i was like and we listened to the playback of it i was like i am so mad at myself for just fitting that stereotype but i hope you do it every episode now forever oh i i'll have to try to to not even on purpose oh it probably will um but I had, we started like pointing these things out and we were like, guys, this is all like mic talk. Like we need to stop and like talk about this when we're actually recording. I keep hitting that. I hope you that's can, not That gonna... comes off. You just got to unscrew the thing. Yeah. Just because I don't want it to. Here at Harper in the podcast, I make my guests do all the all <laughs> work. I don't prepare it at all. I threw a mic at him when he walked in the door. I said, <laughs> make it work. Well, that's because you've been trying, you've been asking me to come on here for a little bit now. And, and I have been obnoxiously not being available because no, it's fine. my life is me. just a my life is just a mess uh, should we talk about that i mean we can it's mainly just who hurt you and so many how about why so many people. how long are your cry showers 45 minutes an hour about 45 minutes <laughs> an hour that's, that's that's about what it is um no, I get it, I get it. but it's just yeah man Cried it's about. just been it's no, been busy and it's i mean now less so because i mean i was during COVID, i was working for my dad and working for i used to work for the public defender's office in philly uh and i was pulling like between the two jobs 12 hours five days a week that sounds and then an extra terrible. five hours you know on the weekend yeah and then afterwards after i stopped working for my dad and got my new job I'm working for a private firm now i was just like i i want to cherish my, my me time yeah, i want to no, be able to decompress but i've been wanting to come on because i've been like a long-term listener i i've loved your podcast since oh, the beginning and i'm not just you. saying that because we've known each other for I'm actually sl- i'm sliding a 20 across oh absolutely right a 20 i thought it was 100 god damn it <laughs> uh but actually so i was i was waiting for the right time to do this oh my god he's stripping but oh my god <laughs> i wanted to wear my heartburn the podcast t-shirt which is one of my favorite shirts actually like oh not because i'm on the podcast now i love this shirt <laughs> well i'm glad well thank you and i wanted to, i speci- i went home like i'm changing out of my work clothes i'm putting on my heartburn shirt wow I'm- i wish i had this to video so that way i could just have that on the video but i never figured out the technology to do that, <laughs> so this is not going to be on youtube but thank you yeah absolutely also, thank you kevin higgins for making that design yes kevin higgins is a wizard I, I I had him on the last episode, which is not aired yet, but I will probably air that. I'm excited to so listen to people that. listening to this one, that's out. And I he's just he's the best. He, and I call him whenever I'm doing graphic design things because I'm trying to teach myself graphic design, which is hard. Okay. And I call him all the time. I'm like, how do I make it blue? <laughs> <laughs> 
how do I make this line curved? <laughs> and he helps me all the time. So, um, what were we just talking about? Your, your we podcast. were talking about my podcast, and then <laughs> enough of that. We were talking about what what hurt me, which is a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. So I, well, and you and I were talking before doing this about the idea. I, I like I said, I love your podcast, and I love the idea of it. Talking about heartburn in like the metaphorical sense, in like you know somebody hurts you, like heartburn and love. I know you've mentioned heartburn regarding like the physical, like food heartburn. Yes. I don't think I've heard anybody actually talk about that yet. Me and Tyler maybe have. Me and Tyler Petriello, the guy who used to be on the show all the time, whomst I miss, who's a father of two now. Uh, who, Is he I'm a father sure of two now? The last time that I made an episode was with him, and his second kid was not born. And there's a very real chance that that second kid's birth- first birthday is like in two months because he invited me to it. Oh, wow. So it's been a long time since I did an episode two. I've been pretty complacent in my life, which is like not good, but I'm here. And yeah, and now I'm like getting allergies or something. That's yeah. So I'm going to have to fight through this like a big, strong boy. Well, we got the you got the, the no. medicine you gave it. To me. Okay. I, don't, I don't do drugs on the air, Anthony. She's a, yeah. oh. bad. <laughs> but yeah, so it has been a hot minute. But I'm glad to be here, and thank you. For I'm that. glad to be part of the the comeback, dude. Like that that makes me happy. You did it before yeah. your brother. That well, so it's um, only natural. So you have a comic book show, yes. And I'm going to be honest with you. I planned this bit where I was going to quiz you on real or fake uh, heroes. Okay. It didn't come to fruition. <laughs> I love the time, idea of that. Because, oh, well, your show can have it. Um, every time I try to think of a some like a character, right, like a fake one, right, they there would be some version. It of would that be some version of because there's, I mean, there's so many different there's so things. Many characters, and I will tell you the one that I thought I was like, oh, this is like a funny one, led me to the rabbit hole of Sky High. The oh best my cinematic God. universe to never exist. I haven't seen that movie. Ye- I think they're coming out with a sequel. So I love this movie mm-hmm. and had some of the best superheroes and oh, the sidekicks. So the one I was going to do, I was like, oh, I'll think of like a character like Meltman. Like a minute, all he does is melt. And then Lily pops a girl <laughs> from that movie. Just, all he does is melt into like an orange goo. Oh my God. And then and uh, and then I just started reading about Sky High, and I just like re fell in love with it like this past week. I need to rewatch that. I think it's I on Disney. It on DVD. I have it on Do you DVD. Really? And I have it on DVD, and it was my our. I don't want to. I don't want to brag, but my mom Sienna had a DVD player in it, and I'm not going to grow up rich or spoil or anything. But we had a DVD player, and that was our go to road trip movie. So I, I, I as it should that, be, and it was fantastic. And I, I, cause I was like, oh, I'm just like, oh, and then I had the idea. Well, I'll just like quiz you and be like oh is this from marvel dc or sky high <laughs> and, and then i literally just couldn't get off the sky high page <laughs> and reading about war and oh peace which is the best name of for oh, a absolutely. hero i think i've ever heard and then zach attack and all he does is glow in the dark <laughs> and then that one girl that turns into a guinea pig and then that was my whole week of just like that i mean there are worse ways to spend a week that's i need to rewatch sky high now all right rewatch sky high and then if you guys don't do it, you'll come back on here. Oh, I will. I will we'll say that it. just for you, my friend. We and, we can have a whole sky high and episode. Then I read about this the the scrapped sequel that was going to be called Save You. 
Oh, that's like, a university. great idea. I know. But then I'm like, well, that was, I mean, they were freshmen in that movie, so they're going to skip four years to their own college. It could have been the best. Well, I guess depending years. on when they were making it come out, because they would probably try to use the same actors. Although now, I don't know which Panabaker uh, sister is in that one, if it's Danielle or I can't remember the other one's name. But I don't know any of them. They, I only know really Danielle at this point because she's on Flash. Um, I'm not very well versed in DC. I'm mostly a Marvel Marvel guy. That's fair. That's why one of the cool things about um, the Watchers of the Multiverse podcast that I'm doing now is that uh, Gabe is a big Marvel guy. Jared's a big DC guy, and I read everything. So they just absolutely love because they can bring up just the most random things, and I can just take their side and so jump you're like in. Access. Oh, abs- absolutely! Oh, I love that you made an <laughs> access comment. Oh my god! And literally, people if, when I'm trying to like talk to people who are big into that world, I tried to mention that I know who Access is. I love that you know who Access is. That's like a that's like a deep track. That you really that, that is know. a deep cut. That is amazing. And I, all I know is that he his only role is to like keep them separate, isn't it? Absolutely. The whole thing. Absolutely. Because back in the 90s, they were doing the, the big Marvel versus DC kind of a thing. They did all these different crossovers. Uh, I have, I actually, this is this is a bit of a brag for any comic book fans out there. I have the first Marvel and DC crossover ever, wow. which is Superman and Amazing Spider-Man. And it's like this big, almost like magazine size. That's pretty sweet. It's like torn to shit because I got it like used. But I still want to get it framed. Is that like a rare? I mean, I found it on eBay, so it's, it's like eight cents. So yeah, it, it was, I mean, I think it probably cost me twenty bucks. But I did when I saw it, and this was during COVID times when he, when the government was giving us money, and I'm like, I'm going to spend that on comics. Well, obviously, I'm a responsible it adult stimulates the economy. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that's that was like the first Marvel DC crossover, and then the time of access was when they were doing Marvel versus DC and you had then characters like I think Jubilee and Robin were dating in like one of those. So Jubilee from the X-Men yeah, and Tim Drake, Robin were like dating because they were crossing over, which I thought That's, was such a cool. That is really cool. Uh, Marvel and DC. You guys should just like do more of that. Exactly. Well, they can't now because that'd be like a monopoly on them. Uh, well, <laughs> if they no, did. Yeah. Well, maybe not for the crossovers. Now, actually, uh, Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are crossing over with everything. I knew Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is like coming back up. I didn't <laughs> know Power Rangers. Well, I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has been ongoing since like the 80s. Are you talking about like comics? Comics, Because yeah. I only know. See, I didn't read those comics. Yeah, they. I never Except was for the panel big. where doesn't Michelangelo punch Hitler? Isn't that something? Oh, aren't they, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Doesn't that? I know. Well, Captain America punches Hitler, but I'm pretty right. sure they had like a one where he's like in a World War II oh, one. But maybe I'm just thinking. Maybe just I I wouldn't be names. surprised, but I haven't seen it. All right, I that's Not that is. Special, please do because that's right now. that's incredible. I need to know if Teenage Mutant Ninja. Well, there's. Have you seen Hitler. the? Have you seen the uh, the panel where it's Batman and Raphael? Because they did the Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They did a crossover in the comics and they did an animated movie, which is actually pretty funny. And Raphael says something ridiculous. And Batman just goes, this is where I saw my parents die, Raphael. He goes, how a bummer. bummer. <laughs> yeah. yeah I which I don't so think I, that's actually like what I happened. This, I think that's just I a meme. I have a couple but... panels here of them with Hitler. I don't know the if they're real or not. Like there's this one that says it's it's it's. Uh, which one's the red one? Michelangelo? Raphael. Raphael, it says, for the millions, chalk, and it's just him 
just hit, punching Hitler across the face. And <sighs> then there's another one. That is incredible. Where there's like multiple panels of them all together. I don't know. It might be. I mean, there's a lot of like fan art that's out there, too. It, that's what I'm saying. It could be fan art. That's the word I'm looking for. But either way, that is incredible. It, because now here's him punching Putin and it says for the Ukrainians and it's the same. Exact uh, that's de- yeah, that's definitely. I don't know if that hasn't happened yet. I don't think Hitler's been in enough media lately. I'll cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Hitler's been punched in enough media. Yeah, lately. that's, that's, that's valid. Let's that's go valid. With that. <laughs> <laughs> so my next thing that I, oh wait, I'll I'll go back. So I was going. I have I put on Instagram. People who post questions. Yes, I was very excited by that. I wasn't going to get into all that right now, but I, there's one that was sold to me in person that I will certainly forget if you move on. Okay. My buddy Tyler, whom I work with, which I know a trillion Tylers, so it's no Tyler's ever been on the show or related to the show. But my buddy Tyler wanted me to ask you if you have any, like, I don't know, rare comics or like i have expensive not that i'm gonna ask dollar amounts but like expensive comics that aren't common i had a, i had a guy ask me that one time when uh, dan and i were out to dinner with some friends and just out of nowhere he starts asking me if i have any rare comics or comics so your podcast wasn't even alive yet and people are recognizing you no well this was this was i mean this was maybe is it was five it, years ago did you follow anthony's comic vault no because anyone who doesn't follow anthony's comic vault should follow it well i got i got two now i got anthony's comic vault which is my main comic book instagram uh i post just any funny or interesting or just random panels i I find and i post my my reading lists uh which are so long it's like here's a month of reading and it's 487 books like I don't know that it usually i i average almost like a volume or a collection a day when I'm when I'm doing those. So it, it'll be like 30 somewhere between 20 and 30 collections or volumes that I've read or like trades or whatever you want to call them. But that I've read in a in and a Emily month. just been around for eight years of that. Does she even know? Do you oh is she still there? God. Do you know if she's even still she Maybe have you just been reading the whole time and she uh, left years ago? And well, and reading? well, we love it because we love being kind of alone together. So she'll she'll be watching a t- uh, show on TV or she'll be playing video games. And I'll just be sitting in the corner reading, and it's like just the best time. Like we're well, that's like love. we like de stress and we just hang out. That's like beautiful. And I have uh, one of my favorite stories. She's gonna hate me for saying it, but one of my favorite stories about her is when we first started like talking and started dating. I from the onset I thought that she was a giant nerd like me. Oh, she's big into comics like she's big into manga she's big into anime she she's into some comic stuff but the way that she was talking about some of the stuff like and we were having these conversations i thought she was like this giant nerd and i absolutely loved it and maybe a few months into us dating it might have even been a year we were talking about something and she goes yeah i uh i used to watch youtube videos about comic book characters and story arcs and like topics that way i would be able to talk about the stuff with you because and this is this is a direct quote she wanted to be nerdy enough for me oh my and that was probably the moment i fell in love with her if i'm being just up until 
this moment. I was pretty sure love wasn't real. That's, I mean, but that is beautiful. Well, and then after that, like she would come over to my uh, to my apartment because we we started dating while I was in college, and so she would come over to my apartment, and I would bring just like a set of just volumes, like stuff that I'd read a hundred times that I would just reread and just want to have on campus, and. God bless her. She would sit on my bed and I would go into two hour long dissertations (laughs) about like, oh, well, you know, like this story is great. You got to start here. And like, you know, you got to Well, you got to start with with Avengers disassembled because then that goes into House of M and that goes into World War Hulk and that goes into, you know, Secret Invasion and Civil War and this and that and going. And I mean, two hour long rants. And she never she never told me to shut up. She never told me. Dang. She didn't care. Like she was just very much, wow. very much. You just, must bring a lot to the table. But I don't know. I, I don't know what I. I don't know what I bring to the table. I mean, listen, you're a charming guy. But I mean, I, I don't know. Emily just found something. You know? I. I don't know what it is. I'm. I'm the lot. I. I know keep plenty PG, of guys. So I won't. You know. But well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I. I know plenty of plenty of people who say that they're the luckiest. You know, guys or, or girls in the world for being with their partner but i truly think i'm the luckiest guy in the world to be with her harp on the podcast first someone genuinely happy (laughs) and that's the that's professing their love on the show i it's all stemmed from a question that i cut you off when you were answering (laughs) yeah i came here to talk about comic books i don't know what's going (laughs) on here um but i don't even remember what we oh we were talking about the the rare finds yeah i was talking about yeah uh when dan and i went out to dinner with uh with these other guys and the one guy started like asking me these questions and it like the way he was asking me them i was like oh my god are you gonna like jump me in the parking <laughs> lot and steal my comic books out. like what <laughs> what's going on my comic books to dinner i was like what is going on uh you gotta have something to read in case you gotta go to the bathroom like you just bring yeah true if like dan just gets if boring. dan just starts talking yeah. <laughs> you gotta just, just die exactly um but no so rare rare comics i do have i like the first appearance of john stewart who's the black uh green lantern so i have his first appearance from i think it's the 80s john stewart from the daily show yes it's yeah i don't know why they have the same name i was gonna say they're not really that's not on purpose right not not that i know of i mean okay yeah, I don't know how that would have. So you have a. I have his first appearance in the comics. That's cool. I have, uh, I have, and I somehow lost. Wow. Uh, it's somewhere in my room. Uh, it's an issue of X Men: The End. I think it's X Men: The End number one that I got signed by the writer Chris Claremont. That's cool. And this guy, and shout out to my mom because she she works at the Penn Libraries. And they were doing uh, a whole like comic book like series of having writers and artists come. And she she was able to get me in to see a couple, which was amazing in and of itself. Uh, but I got to meet Chris Claremont. I got him. He signed my copy of X-Men The End number one. And this is the guy who like created Nightcrawler, created Colossus, created Mystique, Dang. wrote like some of the, the he was on X-Men for like 25 years wrote like days of future past and i got him to sign my copy of x-men the end number one filed it like thought i put it somewhere safe filed it away somewhere recently started thinking about getting some of my comics graded because i haven't done that yet so getting them, like the slabs i haven't and i want to it, it can sometimes be expensive uh and i was like i should have done it for this issue and then i finally decided i'm gonna do this 
can't find the issue. I don't know right. where I put I'm it. I'm going to come to your house after this. We're going to find that. It's got to be. Well, I have at the moment, I have about 14 long boxes, which may be about the size of your table here. Yeah, about that size. Uh, full okay, well, this of. This is not a video show, so now I had to figure this out. This is probably like three feet. Maybe maybe a little maybe it's maybe it's about two feet, maybe two and a half or something like that. But I have about fourteen long boxes full of comic book issues. Those boxes can fit about two to three hundred. Would you have a ballpark number of comics that you have in so your possession? I can I can tell you not for individual issues, which I also have recently started calling floppies because I picked that up off of a different that's podcast, funny. which I just love. Like floppy discs. Like flop well, because they're floppy oh, issues. They're floppy yeah, they're floppy okay, issues. Okay. Uh That's and funny. so I that I, I couldn't I couldn't even tell you. Uh I in the thousands. But I did recently, and I'll do a a free uh a free little Emily just texted me saying she loves me. Oh my uh, god. She didn't up. even know we were talking. Yeah, what the- uh but I downloaded this app, it's called Libib. And what it is, is that it, you can use it for collections for movies, games, books. And what you can do is you take the app on your phone, or if you have uh, the website and you can get a, a barcode reader, you scan the barcode of the books or what, whatever, and it'll log it in there. It'll run the, the barcode, it'll log all the information. So hmm. last year, I took the time to do all of my trade paperbacks, all of my collections, so these are like, if you go into Barnes and Noble and you go to the graphic novel section, it's those kinds of books. Hmm. So I can tell you an exact number uh, is 1,806. Oh my. 1,806 books. That's a Which, lot of books. And I've... I don't even think I've read that many words in my life. That's fair. I, and I've read, I think, about 1,790 of those. So you have some you haven't read? I have uh, what I call my TBR, my to-be-read pile. I see. And those are ones, like, I'll go to Barnes & Noble or I'll go to the local comic shop, which is Wade's Comic Madness, and I'll run over. I'm just giving everybody just free publicity. I know. On seriously, your I, don't usually, That's, I don't usually, like, like say things that, like, local and niche, but... We'll, I'll, I'll, I'll let it ride. I'll That's fine. do it. And if you get in trouble, it's your show, not mine. Well, I, I would say I could edit it out and put beeps over it, but Dan hasn't taught me how to do that yet. So, well, so yeah. That's fine. Oh no! And maybe if I say it enough times, Wade's will just give me free shit. That's and if what, people start, actually, tell you what, go to Wade's, <laughs> mention the show, <laughs> tell him to reach out to me. And what I do is I'll mention his show over here. I'll wear your shirt over there, and I'm just advertising for everybody. Let's get Wade on the show. Uh, there we Let's go. Let's get Wade on the show. He's such a fun dude. If you've ever been in, I, I have been to that store, but I could not it's been a hundred years he's he's one of the nicest guys one of the most interesting guys and he always like he always says hi to me every time i come in there well yeah you're, uh, you're keeping him alive well that's, that's what everybody that's what everybody everybody says and i um i for a while i was going in every week because they do new comic book day which is every wednesday the new issues come out and wades does a um a silent auction on their Facebook page. They do that every night. Oh yeah. And so I've for a while that. I'll jump on that. Probably you've seen me bid on it. Probably seen you. Yeah. yeah. Or me claiming stuff. And I'll, I I'll definitely seen you claiming stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I get in trouble for that. <laughs> Emily will be like, so what did you get? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to start commenting that. Go right. I'm going to well, start like being pick Anthony. <laughs> At Wade. Well, the, the the claim stuff is just, they post stuff. They're like, Hey, you know, this volume for like 10 bucks, first person, person to claim it, it's yours. So I'll like jump in and do that. Uh, but I hadn't gone in. I had missed one day in like 20, 
21 or 2020 because I got in my car. And so, like, I just couldn't go that day. And so I posted a picture of my car and one of the uh, the employees commented, they're like, oh, this is why you didn't come in today. That's funny. I was like, eh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love that shop. I, I could live there. I, I yeah. love just going in Did, there. I don't know if I'm thinking the same story. Did they have, like, a baseball card collection, too? Or is it just comics there? I don't know if they really have because there was one baseball store that was in that area. There used to be well, uh, George's collectibles for yeah. uh, George's sports and collectibles. Yeah, but that's inside. Wade's wasn't Wade's outside. It wasn't Wade's on the mall, but like outside. No, no, no. Wade's is on New Falls well, uh, Road. Oh, that I'm thinking. You're thinking of that. There is a trading card. I don't. know. George's was inside, inside and then there was, there was a trading outside. card that's spot. It, they used to sell Yu-Gi-Oh cards and yeah, and, I used uh, to go there with my baseball cards when I was a kid. I remember going in there like a couple of times and looking at some of the Yu-Gi-Oh cards and like they were. We probably all went together because we were all mall rats. Wouldn't be, yeah, point. I wouldn't be surprised. We were all um, thirteen-year-old and you were a fourteen-year-old mall rat. Yep. Yeah, and then I started like not hanging out with you guys because I'm like nobody wants to hang out with their friend's older brother. Like that's. I did. We're here right now. You're in the that's room, true. That's so. true. We're we're hanging. Although out. I would consider you a friend, not like my friend's brother. Well, I've always considered you yeah. a friend of mine. That doesn't count. But yeah, well, and fuck Dan. Yeah. <laughs> this is all just going to be Dan Mattery slander because I... I also asked never him. asked if I was allowed to curse on your show, so I, I apologize. No, <laughs> you totally to. can. You've said way worse things. Um, my family has asked me to curse less. No, that's fair. So I thought, I'll fucking give it a try. But, um, <laughs> uh, I, we've asked Dan a hundred times to come on this episode, and he may beat us to death, so... I mentioned to him, he was like, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, if I do, it'll probably be late. I'm like, we're recording at like 8 o'clock at night. But... Yeah, and then we had technical difficulties. So yeah. it's 1 a.m. right now. Yeah, I know. So... It's, it, you know, it's the sun's coming up and <laughs> he's still not here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like I said before, like, it's cool just hanging out with you, dude. Like, I'm happy just Aww. hanging out here. You just, wow. This is what Emily, this is why Emily loves you for eight years. I you hope just so. You just know what to say. I hope so. So. I, I don't know what that woman sees in me. But anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Um, oh man, I was just going to say, uh, I think talking about the access mm -hmm. because, so as I mentioned, I had questions on Instagram, right? which I'll pull some up, I'll pull some up. But one of the questions was, who do you want to see appear at, in a solo movie? I don't want to see him in a solo movie, but I think that'd be a really cool nod. I think in, that would be MCU or DC movie. I think that would be interesting. It'd be tricky for them to pull that off though because to see him i mean to see him bounce back and forth and you just see like in the background like maybe batman like swinging by on the, the grapple uh, i think it could be really subtle i think it could be really funny i think that would be great as Not like funny, an, like an like... animated like kind of short or something yeah. if they could somehow work their way but also i feel like marvel and dc just aren't talking <laughs> so i don't know if well, at this DC point stole james gunn well, Marvel fired James Gunn, and then DC well, brought him in for Suicide Squad, and Marvel know. was like, no, wait, sorry, we're going to bring you back for Guardians, and then DC was like, we'll do you one better, you're now our head. Yeah, you own us. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you, Marvel, he owns us now. Man, and and I someone just... on the board was like, we say put a gun to the head. <laughs> oh, he meant gun with one and uh, two. <laughs> um speaking of guardians i'm so hyped to go see that i was gonna say i don't want to brag but i saw it you've already and seen it it is so the movie technically we're recording on may 5th so it comes out today 
but they do the thing where they always show it like they do it like on Thursdays. Like Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. I've never been a part of this crowd. I've never been the Thursday before crowd. Mm-hmm. But a, my coworker Tyler, who asked me about the book, was like, "You want to go see it?" Actually, I think I'm gonna ask him because I know he always does the Thursday. Got night. it. And I was like, "When you get tickets, give me one. I'm gonna go." And he did, and we went, and it was very good. I'm so excited. I'm not going to say anything spoiler. Please don't. The, me and the, the Watcher guys, we're going uh, Sunday night. Because what our plan is that we're going to go see it, and then immediately after, we're going to record an episode. That way we can just do right just in. right off. And uh, and Jared was like, we're going to be probably going to be like sobbing and crying and all emotional. I'm like, that's fine. Like, just it was, pop on the mic. It was good. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about it because I don't want to spoil it. I'm I'm it. so hyped for it. I'm, I will tell you two credit scenes. I did hear there were two so, credit scenes. Because my, my buddy saw it. Literally, I saw it Thursday night, and I had a buddy who had already seen it before me because he went at, like, the afternoon. That's I texted him amazing. during the credits, and I was like, how long? How many credits? How many post credits? It was two. I have a bad habit of, like, when a comic book movie ends and the credits start, I'll just, like, pull up, like, Wikipedia or pull up. Like Google and look up like, all right, how many post credit scenes? That way I know. Because nobody wants to be sitting until the end of the movie if nothing's going on. Yeah. I mean, I like to like unwind and decompress. So I actually am one of those people that would totally just sit to the end of the movie and just be like, all right, let's just take in what I just saw. Why is my ass sweaty? Like, <laughs> Well, and uh, I got in trouble with Emily a couple of times because we would go and I would immediately like start talking about things that happened in the movie as we're like walking to the car. And she's like shut up there are people walking in who probably are going to see that the next so showing interesting i've never thought about that and Literally. she was like don't she's like don't talk she's like wait until we get in the car and then you can talk about whatever you want as much as you want but like try to be mindful there might be you oh might say God. something that's spoilery that, that then somebody the glass shatter moment in my brain because i've never once thought that at all i've also never gone to a movie where there's movies after it i always go like the you go like the last yeah. showing that's that makes sense but i've never thought to not talk about a movie because literally i'm the guy where the second we walk out i say so what do y'all think i always go i always have to chime in or just talk about something that happened when we saw x-men apocalypse yeah the end of x-men apocalypse where you find out that the person who there's like this weird subplot about Wolverine's DNA being taken by you find out it's Mr. Sinister, even though it, it's like the Essex Corp or whatever. And I'm like freaking out in the in the theater. I'm like, oh, my God, like it's she's like, calm down. Wait until we get in the car. Breathe. And then we got in the car. I'm like, Mr. Sinister. She's like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, all right, that's that's fair. That's funny. I was like, he's creepy. He's got a cape. That's all you really need to know. Um, so. One of the questions. Sure. I'll ask you a few. Maybe I'll ask you them all, but we'll see how it goes. What is there someone that you does not have a standalone film that you would love? I in Marvel or DC. For we'll just stick to those two Marvel. Names. I would love to see a Nova movie. Okay. I think we're getting him in a TV show or a special presentation. Um I don't I was hoping he would pop up in Guardians. I don't know if he did. Uh, but I just, I love just the character. I love the design. I love the character of Nova. I thought Nova. Nova was referenced in one of those, like... Well, so in the in the first that movie... that never kicked off, like, Runaways or something. Um, probably... Well, Runaways the, happened. The one, well, the one... That New Warriors was the one that they were talking about was going to happen. It did not happen. That did not happen. Uh, Which the, one had Black Bolt? Inhumans. Was Nova not a part of that one? No. Uh, Black Bolt was Inhumans. 
I got through, I think, two episodes of that and just couldn't couldn't do it. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I'm go- one of these days. I'm gonna force myself to just I sit never, through the it. The one that I really liked that I still didn't finish was Agents of Shield. I that was really good. I love that show, and I just stopped watching it. And like, I think it's eight seasons, maybe nine, eight or nine. And yeah. I stopped halfway through six or seven. I would recommend it. It gets very, it gets dark during some of it. I mean, they give one of the main characters brain damage, like Aww. in the in one of the early. Well, seasons. that plot twist was one of the best I've seen in television. But it, with Ward being Hydra, yeah, yeah. Which well, and that's the, the season when they give uh, when they give uh, Fitz when they give him brain damage. Oh, I barely remember that. Yeah, I didn't notice it because he because what happens is. Maybe. No, I don't think Because uh, what happens is, is that Ward traps Fitz and Simmons in like a box and like drops them to the bottom of the ocean or something like that. Yeah. And Fitz gives up some of his oxygen for Simmons. I remember that. And then the next season, Fitz, you're you're led to believe initially that Fitz is talking to Simmons and she's just a figment of his imagination. And then you find out he's got like this kind of stutter. He's got like this. I remember that. All this I stuff think I going just on. Didn't connect it. It was a brain damage. Yeah, it's yeah. Golly. Dang. So that I I do recommend that show. I think I heard that Quake's supposed to be coming. Um, Daisy is supposed to be coming yeah. into uh, Secret Invasion. That'd be cool. Which would be pretty cool. That'd I mean, she. Cool. I think the character is in some of the comics. I don't think she was like a big player in the in the story. Uh, but I, I just, I love seeing characters from other shows popping up in yeah. like the main continuity. Um, but yeah, I think Nova going back to the initial question, love to see a Nova, anything. I just love the character, love the design for DC. I still want to see a Nightwing solo thing. I'm a huge Nightwing fan. Absolutely love them. Uh, I always joke that I love Dick because Dick Grayson, yeah, um, and you know, I'm not as well versed in DC as I am Marvel, um, I will say. And I feel like not as many people are because of the the popularity of the MCU. And because like when I was a kid, the the animated shows you watched as a kid, it was all DC. Like you watched yeah. the Bat, you watched Batman, you watched Justice League, like you watched Teen Titans, right. you watched Static Shock. But I was actually just teaching my friends about Static Shock the other day. Oh really? My coworker didn't know who he was. That I love Static Shock. I heard I always hear things like, "Oh, they're going to reboot it, or they're going to make live action," and I get excited, but I also get nervous. It's always in the works, and it never. But pays I always off. get nervous. I almost would rather it never happen than happen poorly, because that show is so good. Well, and when I saw the show, like I had no idea that there was a comic at the time. Me neither. Of it, like I thought it was just, oh, like this is this cool I didn't even animated realize, show. I, didn't even, even, I mean, I was a kid. But I didn't even think like, oh, this is like a DC thing. Like I never thought it was. Like, well, oh, it was the same people that do Batman. It was kind of its own thing at one point because it was through almost like a subsidiary of DC called Milestone, where they were kind of focusing on a lot more. I think it was like a lot more minority-led stories and minor uh, minority-led characters, and that was where they introduced Static. They had like a lot of very like adult themes. They went into Those um, your racism episode, racism in the in the show, the- in the comic. They dealt with um, his dad's racist. Yeah, I I just saw the clip on of that on TikTok. Yeah, me too. Um, that's funny that we didn't send it to each other. Yeah, we, we usually like, send each other. We usually send each other that stuff. stuff. Um, but like even in the comics, they they dealt with a lot of like homophobia and stuff like that, yeah. like things. And this was in the eighties time. You wouldn't really think to really see a lot of that stuff. At least I wouldn't think mm-hmm. of seeing that stuff. And so, These dang liberals and their superpowers, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then it wasn't until like the early two thousands they actually brought Static into the main DC 
universe. And they introduced him through a Teen Titans comic. And then they like gave him a solo series here and there. And for some reason, it just never really took off. Well, the show took off. The, oh, the show was the show fantastic. Fantastic. So maybe I could see him get a Sandler movie. Maybe I'd not I would love to uh, give him a TV show. I'll, I'll watch a live action TV again, show. Because he had a TV I, show. Again, give him. I would love to see more Static Shock. Uh, I'm going to ask you my personal favorite question. Sure. That I got on this list. Everyone asked really serious questions, which we'll. How many to. questions did you get? I'm. I'll I was. I was so excited when I saw your story. One, I was like, two, "Please three, ask me all the questions." Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine plus the one that was in real life, which was the so most ten. expensive thing. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone asked like really sincere questions that they might actually want answers to, <laughs> which we'll get to. But like, uh, I will credit. I will, I'm not going to credit everyone who asked the questions but joe asked a very good question if you can i love joe i wish i i'm gonna deviate just for a second i absolutely love joe he's a man i wish i had hung out with him more before he moved he did he ran away from us and he he did and he he used to when you guys would go to like the green parrot he would always ask Dan if I was coming with you guys. Aww. And that always made me feel special. And I, it was always the thing, like, I'm the older brother. It's actually because he wanted, hated you. So no, he probably. He was like, is Anthony going to be here? Because I, I won't be here. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually what it that's was. That's the deciding factor. Um, but because, like I said, I never wanted to be, like, the older brother who's always hanging out with his brother's friends. Like, I always considered you guys to be my friends, too. It's so but interesting it's, to hear because I never thought... I was always trying to be mindful and I didn't want it. I didn't want to. You were never like intruding. I just never wanted to. You probably wrestled in the basement at some point. Oh, we definitely wrestled in the basement. Yeah. We did that. Do you remember? (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 I was saying that half for innuendo, but like. No, we did that too, but that was different. Yeah. (laughs) We wrestled in the basement and then afterwards wrestled in the basement. But. No, we used to wrestle. Joe, I basement. remember, like we we used to throw each other around. Yeah, and now Dan that was, said, I Dan forgot about was that. Was stronger than everyone. Yes, and he was taller than everyone, which is weird. Except for Chris Benson. No, he was. Dan was he taller was than the Chris? Tallest friend of the friend group for when I met him. I'm pretty sure in fifth grade. That's insane. And that's for when his. That's when he stopped. And growing. that is coming up at his wedding, in some form. Oh of my speech. god! If I have to present anything, that's coming up. That's going to be. I a, haven't even thought. That's going to be the oh, analogy where I say, do you want to guys want to know how long I've known Dan? I'm going to tell Chris Benson to stand up and I'm going to say, Dan was tall than that <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> when I met him. Chris Benson, by the way, he's also been on the show and he's like, he's, he's like, he's like 613. Yeah, I, I believe that. Anyway, Joe said, oh no, I lost it. Oh my God, I'm so unprofessional. <laughs> Joe said, if you could have any superpower from a comic book, what would it be? And why is it controlling squirrels? <laughs> I would love to control squirrels. And I will, before you even answer that, I will tell you, I have a Squirrel Girl Funko Pop in my room. That is incredible. I have a Squirrel Girl. It's not a Funko Pop. It's like a, like an, I want to say like an Orbeez, but that's not the right thing. I don't know. It, it, it's like a, cir- it's almost like a Funko Pop. But it's like a circular. Well, Funko Pop thing. makes those little round things too. So then I, I think it's, it's probably like one. a Funko or yeah, something or other. Uh, but actually, so that, and then I'll I'll answer Joe's question. <laughs> controlling squirrels, absolutely. Um, but I got like a squirrel girl, and I got like a bat girl thing that were similar. And my niece came over. This was maybe about a year ago, so she was like maybe three, and she saw I had like those and like a Catwoman like action figure, and I I buy action figures and and things like and like toys and stuff, and then usually even some of the stuff that's a little bit more expensive. I'll put those like in a box and let my niece and nephews play with them. 
Because one, like a lot of the stuff, they might be a little bit expensive, but I'd much rather they have fun with it. I'm not a this stays in a box. Kind oh my of god! Collector. Thank God. I'm I am not that, that thing is out of. I only just started recently, and by recently I mean like when I started getting Funko Pops. I would keep the boxes. I still keep the box. I keep the boxes, but it's not. They're not in them. You one of one of these days, I'm going to introduce you to Jared and Gabe because you will absolutely love this. I'm guys. down. And Gabe is the biggest Funko Pop collector I have ever met. I actually talked about this in a previous episode with Tyler, where I actually I diss Funko Pop a little bit, but not intentionally. I I, I don't do it anymore. I don't collect them anymore. But it's not because I don't have the interest. It's because I don't have the space. It's the space. The money. It's the, any kind of collection. I, space I, and money. And then I think I made a joke where I'm like, yeah, I'm done with Funko Pops. But that was like the joke because like I, if I had space and money, I would have a whole wall. That Yeah, that's understandable. Um, yeah, no, Gabe's like the biggest collector. I got to introduce you to them. I think, I just I think like, you all would just I have. just like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. like my room, like I have a lot of like baseball stuff. Like I got like figurines. I don't know. I'm just like. Stuff that you just look at and don't play with. I just, for whatever reason. Well, it's just, it's just like, it's nice having that's stuff and looking at I stuff. That's probably why I can't get women, really. I just like stuff to look at and never interact with. So that's just <laughs> what it's all about. That's, I mean, yeah. That's, that's... parallel. That's the why I'm so, I'm so, I'm so single. People are like, is he staring? Don't worry. He'll never interact. He'll never interact. Don't he'll worry. never come over. He'll just stare. He'll ne- you're lucky that you're out of the box. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but yeah, so I, I keep like all the, to- I unbox all the stuff. I keep all the toys kind of in a box, uh, in my living room. And so when my niece and nephews come over, they can like play with the stuff and my nephews love it. Cause they, they love the superheroes of the fighting and everything. And my niece gets into it because she just loves being involved with everything. And the one day she pulls out the squirrel girl, fig- the squirrel girl pop or whatever, the bat girl, the cat woman. And I think I have a black widow one too. She put out all the girls and she picks out all the girls and she looks at them and she looks at me. And anytime I see a post like this on social media, I'm like, that's fake. Mm-hmm. But she sincerely goes, look, uncle aunt, they're girls like me. That's awesome. And I was like, yes, they are. Yes, I was like, here's are. this one. And that one. Yeah. And it was just one. Of, it's one that's of awesome. my favorite moments. Because it was like, like she, I mean, she would still run around like the Batman or the Superman or whatever. Sure. sure. But like it was, she was able to right. make this so connection. Take that representation doesn't matter. Quite. Absolutely. Take that. Um, but to answer Joe's question, I've always loved just the idea of the ability to fly. That's always classic, been classic like answer. my classic, my go-to answer. Uh, can, controlling squirrels i think might be my new answer yeah that no, might have to be yeah. it fly with flying squirrels is that flying squirrel there we go can i fly and control squirrels can flying be... squirrel just be who you are a superhero that i would love that and it's both things you can fly I, have you seen the, the tiktoks of the guy who dresses up in the squirrel costume and he's in uh I have not seen these. it's a it's like a uh gym that has like those like foam blocks, like you can jump into yeah, the, like the pits pit or whatever. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he dresses up in like this flying squirrel costume, and he finds like the tallest place in the gym, whether it's safe or not, and like just jumps off and makes these like squaw sounds yeah, and like so raises his arms and just let. It, I I could watch those videos. Yeah, I'll have to next time I see it. Yeah. So that's that's mine. Mine's always been, uh, and I've always go back and forth, but I think I want super speed. That'd be my power. That would be a lot of fun. I think it just stems from my, well, one, I'm the slowest person. <laughs> I am the slowest person in the friend group. I'm not winning any races. 
And two, I just like I love sports, and I'm like that's an advantage. That's sports. a good advantage. But yeah. then you got like Dash from The Incredibles because he's like, oh, you know, like, I can't use it in the race. Like you know, you know what I'm talking about? And yeah. yeah. And when he's like, when then you're like, he's oh like, yeah, he can't. go Dash. Slow, all right, slow down, slow down. <laughs> second place, second place. That'd be like me. Well, and I I've been uh, rewatching Smallville because I I never watch it all the way through. So I decided recently, and by recently, I mean, you know, within the past six months, I'm going to rewatch like all 10 seasons and the early seasons, you know, Clark Kent is learning how to use his powers and he wants to try out for football and, and, you know, Pa Kent is like, yeah, but like you're taking stuff away from these other kids. Like you're, you have this unfair advantage and you need to kind of slow yourself down, not use your your strength. Like you have to allow yourself to get beat up a little bit. At that point, then it's not fair. Yeah. Now, if we had like a superhero Olympics, then yeah, go oh, go all God, out. That'd be so cool. Let's write that comic book. Yeah, that would be superhero amazing. Olympics. We'll write that. We're gonna. We I think we got something. Put a pin in that because yeah, I yeah. also have to help you. I need your help with another comic book. <laughs> right. But we'll get to that shortly. Um, let's go back to these questions. Yeah, the moral of that story was I love Joe. That's yeah, he's he's okay. This is just gonna be like <laughs> we're gonna be mentioning people like in yeah, the in so the Frank far, group. Like I love this yeah. person. So far, we shit on Dan and then praise Joe. That's so that's fair. Oh, and we praise Kevin too. Yes, because Kevin's a wizard. Okay, this one's a good one because a lot of people who listen to this show maybe aren't big in comic books. Okay, Nick Nick Dugan. I'll shout him out because he's like a local celebrity. He's on TV. I have a friend on TV, and uh, he said, what is a series you recommend to someone just getting into comics? Oh, I love this question. I love it. I get this question all the time. And also, if you if if any of these are answered in your podcast, you can just say, defer to my podcast. Well, no. So right now, uh, the Watchers podcast, we're mainly just doing kind of our book club thing that we were talking about. So we haven't really deviated. We're, we've been trying to stay on topic with what we've been doing. Because the first time we recorded an episode, we talked for like two hours. And we're like, well, nobody's going to want to listen to a two-hour. Well, this will be that long. Probably. So, uh, but episodes. it's us, so obviously people I think listen. last night, which, so that episode isn't out yet, but I think that was the shortest episode that I've recorded, and it was like an hour and 19 minutes. Okay. But like, we were, all of mine are like two hours. We just, did, we didn't think that anybody would want to listen to really like us talking about, you I know. I mean, no for, one wants to listen to me either. This show is really for me. I said this in the last episode. The show is really for me. I think I've listened to every single one of your episodes. Well, I I, I, well, but you I've can also a read a book a day. So that's true. Your brain is different than most. That's brains. my brain is different. <laughs> um, but thank you. But going to, to Nick's question, I had a, a one of my uncles actually asked me that same question over the holidays because he was like, you know, what if somebody's not into like the superhero comics? Like, what would you recommend? So if you're not into superheroes, uh, Lore Olympus, which is uh, it's a webtoon and now they've just started putting it out as a paper comic, uh, which is all about it's a retelling of the story of Hades and Persephone. Hmm. And it's told in like a modern format. So, like, you know, Persephone's got, like, a smartphone and all this stuff. But it, it tackles God, a lot of, like, very, like, heavy elements. It tackles uh, some things with, like, sexual assault and things like that. But it also, it delves into love. It delves into, you know, just the gods being stupid idiots. And it, it's got some really funny moments. It's got some really heartfelt moments. Uh, I read through, I think, the entire second book in an hour. Because I could, I just couldn't put it down. I absolutely loved it. Highly recommend it. Um, if you're looking for a good comic with superheroes, my follow-up question to that is always, well, what kind of characters do you like? 
Do you like do you like Spider-Man? Because if you like Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man Renew Your Vows is a great story, which goes into uh, it's a little bit later in kind of the Spider-Man mythos, but it's Peter Parker and Mary Jane are married. They have a daughter and it's that kind of it's that dynamic. It's the marriage life, the, the parent life and how it gets wrecked with superheroes and all that stuff. Um, it's such a heartfelt comic in that regard. I, I recommend it. It's such a great Spider-Man story. If you're looking for, say, like a Batman story, I would say start off with the New 52, um, which I don't normally recommend because the New 52 stories, it's when they kind of reboot everything after Flashpoint. Some of those are more missed than than hit, but the Batman story is fantastic. Well, I've told people that... Um I want to get in DC. Mm-hmm. I just haven't because of the movies. Because I'm a big like, I'll, like I have comic, I have comic books, and but like I don't read. Right. Like I have maybe where I know where they are right now. I'm gonna and get them right now. Like four comic books. Okay. But like I like I used to read them, but now I just not so much. I always make make a joke since you had said that uh, about not reading. I always make a joke whenever. We talk about something with reading. I'm like, I don't read. That's why I read comics. I just look at the pretty, pictures, the pretty and, pictures. And there we go. Yeah, they put color on uh, these pictures. Yeah, like, oh my but, God. Um, but I always say, not, not to cut you off, but uh, I will start DC maybe with and after Flashpoint because it sounds like with James Gunn, they're doing like a reset. It's going to be very Marvel esque. That's what it sounds like they're going with. And I think the, the first movies after Flashpoint, well, we're, we're getting Aquaman 2. We're getting Blue Beetle, which I'm very excited for. I love the character. I as I love the Jaime Reyes version because Blue Beetle is like a legacy character. Mm-hmm. So there's two versions before this version that we're getting in the movie. Uh, and I love the middle one, Ted Court. I think he's just always kind of this goofier character. Uh, they he dies in the comics at one point, and oh, his death alert. is one of yeah spoiler <laughs> from from uh, Infinite Crisis from like 2000 six or something um but that whole storyline is like he's this goofy character that nobody takes seriously and he uncovers this like mass conspiracy and he's like trying to get anybody's attention to help him everybody's like you're just ted being ted like you're you're a stupid idiot like nobody has time for your Mm -hmm. shenanigans and then he follows it all the way through and it ends up with him dying and that then kicks off this like this entire story arc um which I've always I love the story arc even before I found out about that whole about Ted dying and everything. And then that just made that for me because I love the character it made that more of a, a personal favorite in a sense, because it's it's a major story arc for for the character. Um, but if you want to get into D.C., I can I'll give you recommendations. I that's one of my favorite things is recommending. Well, to go with this question, what, what's a D.C. comic you'd recommend for a starter for a starter? Like I said, if you're if you want to get into Batman, the new 52 is a pretty good one. Uh, you get introduced to the characters of like the Court of Owls is a new villain at the time. This was maybe 10 years ago, uh, but it was a new villain created specifically for the new 52 Batman and it's this whole idea of this conspiracy throughout Gotham that Batman, even though he owns Gotham, didn't know that this was this like vast conspiracy. Uh, so that was like one of my favorite introductions cool. to it. Um, Trying to think what other DC are really good, like kind of jumping on points. I love like the Elseworld stories, which are like their version of what ifs. Uh, there's Superman's Secret Identity, which is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, 
Jojo has had <laughs> enough. Jo- like, Jojo's like, I'm about other things. Go back about squirrels. That had my interest. That was the deepest sigh. I don't know if the mics picked that oh up. Oh my God. My dog, Jojo, has been on the couch next to us just trying to fall asleep. And he just let out a very big sigh. I just, and that is. He's amazing. actually really adorable right now, as he always is adorable because he's like the light of my life. He's a very handsome boy. He's very symmetrical. Yeah, he is. As, as I, well, actually, I didn't mention that in the show. So, um, an <laughs> animal person once told us that our dog was symmetrical, and that's the running joke in the friend group. Okay. Um, and in the friend group, I mean, just like my parents. But um, yeah. So. I'll go on to one more. Uh, oh, but yeah, so Superman's Secret Identity is definitely a one. It's not really like a jumping on point for comics, but it's this idea of this this character who this guy Clark gets born in middle of nowhere, Kansas, and his family is such huge uh, comic book fans that they name their son Clark Kent, That's and so funny. that he has to like live through his life being Clark Kent. You get to your kid one day, and then probably, and then he later ends up actually developing superpowers. Oh, now you have to do that. And then he like kind of uh, like Superman esque powers. He falls in love with a woman named Lois, and people make fun of him because Clark and Lois. And it's just such a good story. I I'm gonna have to. I, I think I have that in in one of my boxes. I'm gonna have to dig that out because I I love that story. Did you do an episode on it on your show? I probably if I can convince the guys to read it, I absolutely will. I was going to not do all these questions, but I can't decide which questions to cut. You can always ask the questions and just cut them out later. Sure, you could. I could do that. Can I do that, though? Do I know how to do that? I really like this question. If you could assemble a dream team, who would it be on it? And we'll keep it to like, we'll keep it to like, I guess, five or six, right? What's the Yeah, that's that's usually. This is a good, that's a good team. They, at at one point, this is is just going to be me giving you just comic book facts. So I I hope that's not a problem. That's that's perfectly fine. Uh, They, at one point in. I want to say in the nineties, the Avengers like roster in the comics was like almost going into double digits that they Marvel, like included this like federal agent who began to like oversee the Avengers and he comes in and he's like, yeah, you guys need to cut people. Like you need to bring this down to like seven people. That's funny. And then he turned racist and cuts and cut Sam Wilson. Oh, <laughs> um, then it was like, yeah, that, then it went, uh, it went a different Then Raphael came out and punched him in the face. But yeah, exactly. Um, team of, what do we say, five or six characters? We'll do five or six. Five or six. Uh, are we sticking just Marvel, just DC, combination of both? He, the question just says dream team. <sighs> so we'll just put that in your brain. I you can always put a pin in it and come back to it if you want to think about it. Well, I always love like the the teams that are uh, that are. I love seeing like the teams that are almost like the spy teams, like the the covert ops. So I would love to see like a, a almost like a, a secret Avengers kind of a lineup where it's you know Hawkeye, Black Widow, uh, Winter Soldier, maybe Captain America, which is four right there. Maybe even just Iron Man, like a stealth suit kind of a thing. And you have like this like covert kind of in the back or even Deadpool would be a fun one to throw in there. Just he's for, not very he's not very he's not very stealthy, he's not very but he's like, background. yeah, but he's the, he's the, the X-Men moment to take his mouth off Duh. that monstrosity. I rewatched that movie a few years ago and I was like, this movie wouldn't be half bad if they didn't butcher 
Deadpool. Yeah, they fumbled that. They really. They I don't know that. why. Why they deviated. And also so much. with all this success that Deadpool's having now, it's just like. How could you not have foresaw that? And uh, it was Ryan Reynolds both times. Like it's foresee. How could you not foresee? Have for. I don't know. Anyway, Um, but it was Ryan Reynolds both times, and the fact that he he resurrected that that character like himself. No, I can't get enough of that. Which is so. I'm I'm so happy that he's Deadpool. if I wanted to do, say, like more of a, a superhero team, like an actual like hero kind of like superpowers and and you know flashy costumes, I would want to have Spider Man on it. Sure, I love Peter Parker. That's just I love like the his his back and forth with all the other characters. I think is always a great time. Um, I would probably want maybe Wolverine, just because I feel like you you kind of need to have the dark and broody character mm-hmm. who also doesn't mind getting their hands dirty and doing all that stuff. And, and he and Peter have great back and forths as well. Um, squirrel girl for the comedy of it. Yeah, I, I've got, I, I got it. I got to throw a squirrel girl you in there. To. Uh, let me see. So that's three. I got two more. Maybe I can edit out this. this that's silence. yeah. No, I, I mean, it's, it's the long thoughts. really just me, me going into overtime here. I think I would probably want to see maybe Nova because you get a little bit of that cosmic in there. Mm-hmm. And then probably the last one. Part of me wants to say Doctor Strange. But That's what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe Doctor Strange. Get that just, mystical kind of... I was just thinking like Doctor Strange. I think that would probably be a good a good team line. Uh, this is a good tie-in to the thing that Dan wanted me to show you. <laughs> Please hold I'm very, I'm very excited. Dan wanted me to bring this up for some nostalgia of the video game Ultimate Alliance. Oh my god! PlayStation Two, Marvel Ultimate. Is that Alliance the special edition? Wait, wait, let me see on that. PlayStation Two special edition. Oh my god! So I just pulled out a game. Everyone who can't see, uh, it's an old PlayStation Two game, which is everyone I, because this isn't, this isn't that. I yeah, we'll judge watching, and that. Uh, I played a lot, and I probably played a lot because of you. I probably played it with you. Oh, my God. Marvel Ultimate Alliance on PS2. Uh, and you basically named half of my team with Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Deadpool. I used to love this game. And I had it for PS2. I think I also got it for PS3. And the the version you have, the special edition, I think you also you get all the extra, like the Xbox exclusive characters, too. So you get like Moon Knight, uh, Hulk. No, Hulk was already in it. Well, I, Night, Colossus. I told Dan that I'm going to boot up my PS2 and we're going to play this. I would love We're going to make that. this happen. I would love. And you you can't get this on next gen consoles That's anymore. what Dan was telling me. He Be- asked me if I still had that because I, I told him I still have it. He said, dude, you got to hang on to that because you can't buy that right you now. You can't because the next gen consoles. Oh, return that to you before <laughs> I steal it. Um, I mean, you're welcome to like I don't take it have and play a PS- a I don't have a PS2 uh, <laughs> anymore. <laughs> well, you have to come over and we will set this up. Absolutely. I still have my PS2 because I'm a hoarder with those things. I have my PS3, so I think I still have my copy, but it's not the special edition. So you, like I said, you get some bonus characters in there. Well, I think I'm missing a disc. Um, it's yeah, especially two discs. It's probably in the PS2. Oh, maybe. Um, but yeah, because the, you used to, when the PS4 first came about, you could buy the game digitally. And then I think the company went out of business or the rights reverted or something happened. Well, it says Activision. They're still alive. Maybe the rights reverted then. Maybe. Something happened. And so then you could no, you can no longer buy 
that game for uh for the for PlayStation. It sucks too because I have this game and I was never a big gamer, so I probably would just play it for a long time and then not play and then restart it. I used to get mad when I would play with Dan because he would he would always play as Deadpool, which is great, but Deadpool has that teleportation thing. So because you're not playing, you're playing on one screen. It's yeah, not like a split screen. Split screen. So you're like I'm running or I'm fighting or I'm doing something, and meanwhile. This dickhead is like teleporting <laughs> into like the other rooms, teleporting like all the way to the edge. So he's like pulling me yeah. further. And yeah, we, we used to have some fun times with that. Yeah, we'll boot that bad boy back up. Oh, absolutely. And we'll, well, and again, what's what's great about yours with the bonus characters you get, I think you also get like Nightcrawler and Cyclops in there. I think that's the, the version that you have. And so it's funny because there's. It's funny because I never even noticed that. Like, I wonder if I should like, I'm not that I'm going to sell this, but I should like price this out. You probably could. Uh, greatest hits. PS2 greatest hits. There you go. So how do you like that? But it's funny because there's the the like the like X-Men levels where you need to decide between killing Jean Grey or Nightcrawler. But I if you have Nightcrawler... Okay. You're like in hell or something and you got to kill somebody. Uh, and See, I was bad at video games. You can... You can... In your version, you can play as Nightcrawler. So like you can kill that version of Nightcrawler. It's like... Well, I'm Nightcrawler right here, yeah, bitch. So it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter yeah. uh, That's funny. And the after the after credit like scenes because you it gives you some choices throughout, and so the at the end credit scenes are different depending on how you play through. And I used to I used to love the if you get a chance watch like the the um I always butcher the word the cinegraphic like the actual movie the cutscenes from the the cinematography the game, cinematography. Um, but the cut the cutscenes from the game are like movie like animated movie level. That's pretty sweet. I, I will, absolutely. I'm, well, we'll have to just beat the game. We'll yeah. have to find a weekend. I'll we'll order Pizza Hut. That works. Come over. We'll be up all night. And we'll just like old times. Uh, yeah. And I will say another bit of nostalgia, which actually Dan didn't even remember this till I mentioned it. But Dan was not a big fan of it. This is something that you and I played a lot. Okay. It's not a video game. Okay. It is a game that I still have upstairs in my closet. And it's called Heroescape. Do you remember Heroescape? I do. We one of the saddest moments was when I, I ended up getting rid of all of my I got rid of all of it. I only had the Marvel ones. I only oh, I'm had the Marvel so ones. Jealous now. I I got I don't even know how I got so into I don't know what set me off with that. Maybe it was me. It I got I got it. I think I got it as a gift from maybe like an aunt or an uncle. Okay. And so I'll explain the game. Uh, so basically, can you explain the game? Because I don't I'm know if you ever actually knew how to play. I'm gonna try. So we certainly did not play this game. Oh, absolutely not. But you basically every box came with like ground pieces mm-hmm. that were uh, like hexagons or octagons, mm-hmm. something. And so you could build. You built like the board how you wanted it, and then each player took up either one space or two spaces. Like I had the Hulk, and he took up two spaces. And then you roll different dice or different die for different characters and that determine how you moved. And you could put like levels, you could stack pieces. So, but like you have to like, oh, if your player like can't jump, you have to roll X amount to get up the hill or something like that. Something like that. I don't know. Basically, the point of the game, it was, it was almost like capture the flag, but on a board. It was basically, it was, that's exactly what it was. Like, yeah. You set up a fort, you set up a fort, and then you just go move at each other and attack each other. And I remember we used to like line up all of our characters and do like a schoolyard draft. Yeah, and pick our teams, and we would like set it up and we'd start on, like on opposite ends of the of the. I think it was a pool table. Let me put it on the pool table. We put, because I got enough pieces that it would 
fill up the pool table. Yeah. We you, would set that up. Just, I, I honestly, I think you and I, I don't think Dan loved that game. I think that was just a good I don't think he thing. ever really got involved in that game. I think it was mainly us. And when I finally ended up, like, I, I got rid of it, I think, probably like 10 or so years ago. Like I mainly said, just because I needed like, space like that and stuff, stuff. I do not. I wish I kept the, the Marvel pieces. Well, my, I will tell you that my mom loves History Channel. She's okay. in that stage of her life where it is History Channel all the time because it's all like, I was there. Like, Adam meets the 80s. Like, my mom, I think, might be in some of those scenes. And, um, <laughs> no, so I just, like, have taught myself or, like, it's not even teaching yourself, but, like, her favorite show is American Pickers. And they find, not that I'm saying that this video game is going to be worth a lot of money, <laughs> but they find all this old shit. And I'm just like, I will never throw anything away that could have any value. So, like, I literally have all my old board games, my PS2s in there, still with every game I ever owned. I, I just won't get rid of that kind of stuff. And that's, I mean, and you will find collectors coming coming for that. I mean, I might make, I might, if you made me an offer for this game, Anthony, you might be going home with it. Look, <laughs> I had a, if I still had a PS2, I would absolutely. Well, now, uh, I think I saw at one point you have a Switch, yeah. I have a Switch. Do you, do you have the third game? The third third there's a third ultimate alliance game on oh, for switch yeah i did not know that. it's exclusively for switch oh so there's there's hang on everyone there's ultimate alliance Where one and two out? came out for playstations ultimate alliance three came out like three years ago oh my days Maybe. i gotta look that up uh yeah you it's ultimate alliance three Can you play together yeah. online yeah oh my god all right everyone thank you for listening <laughs> for the podcast. We gotta wrap this up we got yeah i got a, i got i had asked for a switch for christmas the one year specifically because i wanted to play that game that's funny i asked for no. my switch specifically because i wanted to play the pokemon games that's yeah and that was immediately after i got this game then i got the, I the pokemon, the pokemon games. games and i got uh, lego star wars and i don't play the switch as much as i used to anymore but as i said earlier and you agreed or you also said that we don't have time in our lives for that yeah there's never I enough just, like never enough time ever... for anything it feels like now it is yeah, I just hardly ever play. I become like an old man. I come home and I'm just like on the couch. Yeah, I've also been burping a lot. I apologize. That's okay. I'm not going to edit that. a single one out. Yeah, that's fair. No, I'm the same way. It's like, the well, JoJo I... set me off, and now it's just going to be. He did. He's he set the precedent for this. So. Yeah, I'll keep that in the episode. I have to. It's an authentic JoJo burp. <laughs> so, anyway, not to change gears entirely, but we're going to change gears entirely. Sure. Still saying on comics. Okay. How well do you think you could write in a comic? I and maybe even more importantly to me, how well can you draw? Oh, I can't draw for shit. Okay, so this is I am not. Dan and I very briefly, and I'm talking about this is like the high like high school dreams. Uh, th- talked about making your own comic at one point. You still can. Where? Oh, because I'm going to make mine, I, and you both can help. All right. I've I've one I've always liked writing. I've always thought of myself as a as a pretty good writer. Um, that probably wasn't grammatically correct, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I write words good. <laughs> I write words good. Um, I've been complimented for for my writing uh, in regards to work. When I I'm, I mentioned earlier, I work for a, a law say, firm. We didn't even dive into your job. You we mentioned it very briefly. Would you say that your job your uh, affection your affinity for comics has led you to do your job i don't think so i think it was i've always just loved criminal justice so i'm a i'm a criminal paralegal in philly 
Uh, I won't name drop the the firm because I don't know if they want me to do that. And, and they don't. I don't want. I don't want to. More get importantly, huh? And they don't pay me. Oh, so and there's that too. That's more important. Um, but so I, I'm a criminal paralegal, and I've always just loved the criminal justice system. I've always been fascinated by it, and I've always been fascinated by the with criminal defense more so than prosecution because even though somebody so you want to defend bad guys that's what i've been i I work for almost four years for the public defender's office in their social service unit no less so not only just working for the public defenders like i saw people going through drug issues mental health issues all the rest and so that was that got me like in the middle of everything, and somehow after three and a half years, four years, I was like, "Yeah, I, I want to go more into the yeah, legal. I want to become an actual paralegal, de- 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 defending criminals. I want to do more of this." Uh, but it's fascinating because you see, not even going into because a lot of people have the idea that you know cops lie and all of this, but not even that. But seeing as how there could just be something so simple that was overlooked in a case, or there could be something where somebody was actually at the wrong place at the wrong time and suddenly then you know they're being charged with a homicide or something like it's digging into all of that um is is just so fascinating to me Hmm. you know and and we're at this point in you don't go into a courtroom are you in court i have i you're um, not you're a part of like the defense team and last year i sat at the defense table for a homicide case wow uh, it was a it was a conspiracy homicide case. Our client wasn't being charged with the 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 homicide itself. I see. Uh, but I sat at like I went. I was dressed in the the suit, and I sat at the defense table next to my boss, who's a, a criminal defense attorney, and sat there for a week long trial. Do you like? input notes do you like oh like ask ask this i i sat i took down all the notes i ran through everything with my boss i was part of handling like the, there is a lot of security camera footage from the case itself i handled a lot of the av stuff i actually sat and watched through the videos a dozen times and pinpointed different holes in the prosecution's case like, wait What's that pixel? Computer enhanced. That was ba- more or less. I was like, "There's this." Like, oh, that's the murderer's face, right there. Yeah, it's like there is. Oh my god, it's our guy. It's the murderer's um, ID he left on the but, scene. Man, if you only knew. <laughs> um, but and and like the cool thing with that, and I said, her, like I, I can't get into a lot of our cases, but like our guy ended up getting acquitted. Like he he was found not guilty by a jury, and. I'd like to think that I helped. I was, in, I was in just going to ask: Do you think that justice was served, or do you think you helped someone get away? I think justice was served in, the, in that, that, that case. case. I also don't know if I can ask this question, so you don't have to answer. <laughs> have you ever defended someone where you're like, "This motherfucker guilty"? Yeah, like, I'm a criminal. Like, I work at a criminal defense firm. No, yeah, but like dude. you're like you're like man, that motherfucker killed. Yeah, me, dude. well, because and half the thing is it's not what I've come to learn with criminal defense. And I really did not expect to be talking about this. Uh, but about it's all the murders. About all the murders. That are on the street because of you. Exactly. Uh, I'm kidding. Yeah. You're probably great. You probably lose on purpose when the guy did it. <laughs> of course. We just we throw it all the time. Uh, <laughs> First question. Did you do this? Uh, yeah. Okay. We're going to quit. We're going to throw in a towel. All right. Your Honor. Uh, um, 
But part of half of it is like you want to try to defend people who might be innocent, who might be in the wrong place at the wrong time. But the other half is you want to make sure that their civil rights and their basic human rights, according to the Constitution, are being upheld. Mm -hmm. Because everybody, no matter what you do, you still have constitutional rights. Whether or not people think you should have them, you know, whatever. Right. But you still have these basic rights. There's still a basic procedure that police are supposed to follow, basic procedure to go along with evidence and all the rest of that. And so half, half the job is trying to help the people who are innocent and in the wrong place. But the other half is making sure that even if you are guilty, that your rights are being preserved. And that you're not being sentenced or the, the phrase that we use is launched. And that's where a judge will send you for like the max, like we'll send you upstate and all the rest. And it's to make sure that you're getting a fair trial. It's making sure that the justice system is fair on all points. And that's one of the things I love about working in criminal justice is making sure that everything's fair for everybody. Yeah. Because there's so many different points of the system that aren't. And you need to have people there who are making sure everything's happening and the justice is being served in one, one way or the other. And I uh, I mentioned it at the, the start of the, or before the podcast that um, one of the, the guys from Watchers, uh, Jared, has nicknamed me Murdoch. I was just going to say because Anthony, I was just gonna say Anthony Murdoch. Is yeah. He's nicknamed me Murdoch because I work for a law firm and I'm a big comic book guy. I, I went to New York Comic Con last year uh, doing a very basic Matt Murdoch cosplay where i just there's a there's a couple of panels where he's wearing a shirt that just says i'm not daredevil so i had that shirt i grabbed uh you know rose colored glasses put those on and then uh, gabe had these little devil ear things i put that on and that's great there we went it was it was awesome yeah it's fantastic and i saw i actually i saw another person dressed exactly the same i was like this is, that's this funny. is great get a picture of them what was that did you get a picture with them no i wish i had I wish I had. It would have been perfect. Yeah. Oh, but well. next year. Maybe next year. I'm planning on going this year, so I'm I'm hoping. So now back to my question about writing a comic book. I'm gonna pitch to you my comic book. So I don't know if I should start with the name of it or the premise. I'll I'll go with the premise. Basically, so this is gonna be like I'm trying to think of how to start. It takes place in ancient Greece. Okay. It starts in ancient Greece. Okay. It's about a forgotten, I want to say forgotten Greek god, a Greek god that the Greek gods did not appreciate, didn't respect them. Okay. So it's kind of like very Thor-esque, I feel. Not that, not that he wasn't respected, but the fact that he's like a god, but he's like, I'm going to go hang out with people and like defend Earth. But it's like, you know, his name is Testicles. Okay. I was, I I think Dan mentioned this like during COVID was when you had this idea. Right? I had this idea so long ago. It was so long ago. And Dan so long mentioned ago. it at one point. And I, this is the only reason why I'm not on the floor laughing now because I was on the floor laughing then. And I was just, I've been waiting this his entire name, time for you to bring it up. His name is Testicles. Basically, I haven't worked out all his powers yet, but I think I've decided that it's going to be one, his testicles are indestructible. <laughs> Like Thor's hammer, <laughs> like he'll knock you out with like a flying tea bag type thing. <laughs> and uh, flying tea bag, yeah, no, he'll do some damage with that. But I also want to, I'm trying to think of a secondary power, oh my God. and I think it's I think this power is going to be that from his testicles, he can form a force field around himself and one other person because it's two. <laughs> and, 
<laughs> just a giant ball sack. No, yeah, no. But while he's inside oh that, God. he is vulnerable. So, like, while he's has oh, that's interesting. the power. So while he has the power just in in his, in his, in his package, he he's like a god. He's like a god. Right. So he's like kind of invincible. But when the force field is expanded, so it's him and whoever else is around. So if he inadvertently expands over his enemy, then he, he'd be vulnerable in there. Oh, oh, I like that. So that's the premise. I'm thinking that um, so um, basically, if you all, we've all, I think everyone has seen this tweet or something where they were like, "Did you know Romans used to brag about their ball size instead of their penis size?" I have not seen that. We're all different. <laughs> and um, <laughs> basically, so I also had I also hadn't used Twitter until like. This past year. Oh, it's so great. I, I've been lose, off Twitter for a long a day time. There. Just like TikTok. Oh, I know. I, I have been. TikTok, I've burnt an afternoon on TikTok. But uh, basically, the Greek gods make fun of him. That's stupid. You are literally just like a dick and balls joke. And then, so he's like, I'm leaving Mount Olympus. I'm out. This is stupid. Goes and wanders. Finds ancient Rome. Okay. I'm about to figure out the timetables. And basically, the Romans, they just fucking love him. So this is awesome. <laughs> So he's like, I'll just be the street level hero, but in Rome. So he's like the Spider-Man of ancient Rome. Okay. So we, we're like, I guess like a Thor because he's a god. Right, right. He's like doing some street level stuff. So he's just going to be like a little superhero. And I think his nemesis is going to be named Pubis. And he's going to have these two hairs that he controls. Like not controls, but like hound dogs. But they're right. hairs. Okay. Pubis hairs. Right, right, right. And so that's going to be like his main villain. And he's going to have I these rabid that. hairs. It's a uh, it's a lot I of this is gonna that. be just like dick and ball jokes. At the end of the well, day, well, as it, as it should be. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just like a I'm just like a fart joke kind of guy. But and that's so, so I'm thinking we could write well, it. We might thinking, be able. We we should reach out to Image Comics. They're they're the ones who are all like uh, creator owned, and you're more likely to to keep your money with that. That's what uh, I'm saying. I, that's wanna, what, I yeah. want this to be. If you go with Marvel and DC, there's sometimes like this is our it. character, it's not your character. I'm not character. pitching it to Marvel and DC. If you pitch it to Image Comics, we, we might have something. And there. I'm also thinking you could do some timeline jumps in the comic because he's a god, so he's not going to really right. die on his own. So I'm thinking in the future, like you have like few. Oh, I already have his his outfit by the way too. Okay, it's this. It's going to be very like. Is it He Man? I don't think it's He Man, who's often shirtless and just like That's He-Man. really cut, That's like He-Man. really in shape. That is He Man. Similar to that, when I picture it, it's drawn that way, like an old cartoon. Okay. When I picture it. And his whole, it's going to be just him. He's going to be a very average looking guy. Very average, no, normal, like just haircut, like down, like over his like forehead, just very standard looking guy. He's gonna, all he's going to be wearing is a loincloth, and it's going to have just like an ever so slight bulge. Like hardly <laughs> noticeable. But it's there. It's ever so slight bulge. I, That's yeah. going to be at least the ancient Roman costume. I, I, don't know think... the, I don't know the future one, but I think the fut- in the future version of him, he's going to have a virtual assistant. Okay. And her name will be Gina. So it's going to be like a VA. Right. Gina. Yeah. So. <laughs> then... Oh, my God. I just. I just got the virtual assistant for oh, cool. Oh my god. You put so much thought into this and I, I love put, it. I love it. Oh I my put god. Maybe too much thought into this. Oh and I my actually god. No, have other characters is... that I'm blanking on right now. This is amazing. The whole thing is just uh I think when when Dan first mentioned this to me last year or the year before, whenever it was, it was just 
testicles and that was it testicles. and i i thought that was Spelled the funniest like testicles, thing yeah but testicles i i thought that was the funniest thing but i mean i this is incredible i think we should write this and i hope I, no one I would steals this. this i don't know copyright laws on things you heard on a podcast but i hope no one steals this i hope all eight people that listen to the show don't steal this even though i'm literally in a group chat with all of them and i don't know about <laughs> it and they all want me to stop but <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm telling you, man. We we could probably draft something. Up I honestly and, and think reach the biggest to... obstacle I face is the title of maybe the first issue will be spelled wrong, so mm. it has two e's at the end, so you really know it's pronounced testicles instead of just testicles. I'm not gonna call it testicles, it's testicles. There could be. I'm trying to think. Like, of... How can we emphasize that? The only well, thing I could think of is if in the first panel someone calls them testicles, and then and then he, he corrects, corrects them. them. Right. Well, and there's like I know. Hercules also goes by Heracles, and it's it's spelled differently. Okay. So if you can find a subtle enough way to to, so so would it be like the Adventures of Testicles? Is that what we're is that what you're thinking, or is it? I didn't even think about. It. I just thought I didn't think about a title like that. I just thought Testicles. Just Testicles, and that's just it. No, we can make it any title that's... we want. I just am worried about the spelling, how it's going to come across. Right. I mean, but, I don't want kids looking up this book and saying well, testicles. Well, look, Image Comics has comics called uh, Sex Bandits, uh, Sex. What was the other one? Sex Crimes, I think. Like, no, not Sex Crimes. That is not no Sex Criminals. Sex Criminals is what okay. is what that's called. And it's like they could they slow down time every time they finish. So they basically get off and then they just commit crimes and then like that is, they go to like I haven't read the whole thing. That I, is I also haven't like that's something I've been I've been wanting to like read it. I just know the basic gist, but I also have not been wanting to pick that up at my because they have it at Barnes and Noble, like it's there. And I'm like, I don't want to just pick this up and just buy this. Like, because we got like, like little old ladies. Yeah, the ones, you know, like, what would Wade think? Uh, well, Wade, I don't care. Wade <laughs> he, can, he can think I'm a degenerate. That's fine. I will say not a little bit unrelated because it's just a me thing. No one's around. But I was looking up facts that I wanted to incorporate. Mm -hmm. So I want testicles to be a factual thing. And I'm like, I don't want to go on Google. <laughs> <laughs> just look up testicles. No, I don't want to. I don't want to just type in like ancient Roman testicles. <laughs> but I had to. I had to. It's well, and that's the thing. If you want to be a writer, you got you, you got to, you got to do the research. You have to do it. And so, but I but uh, interesting thing I learned. So I always thought, and maybe it's true, maybe it's not that in ancient Rome that they would be like, oh, big balls. That's cool. We don't really care about, you know, right. the member, right? But uh. So I'm looking that up to try and fact check that, and it almost sounds like they like smaller ones better. It it showed that you were more noble or something. I learned, which is not going to play well into the favor of testicles. Although he, I never said he has big ones, I just say the indestructible ones. You just said yeah. So if it's cold, and you did say that you not... could see the bulge, like the bulge could just be the member and not the bulge. Yeah, like maybe I mean... his weakness is fighting in the winter because it's, you know what I mean. So I don't <laughs> like. <laughs> his weakness is is coming out of the coming out of the the yeah, ocean after a swim he's terrified of climate change what's that gonna mean for him going forward i mean he's an activist oh my god <laughs> but, 
But um, this is the greatest story ever. Yeah, thanks. This is my favorite. Have to write it down. This is my favorite thing. Um, so I, but I I'm gonna find some learn. way to incorporate this into watches. I'm gonna just at at some point just bring. I this want up. it. I want it out there. I'm gonna I, let's just write it, and then you should be like, guys, here's this book we're gonna read for watchers, and I, or I'll just be like, hey guys, like I I have this friend who's a comic book creator. He's gonna come in and, and tell us about his story. <laughs> a comic book creator. Oh my god, tells one pretty decent <laughs> dick and ball joke. He calls himself a comic book creator uh but oh, i did also okay. learn while, while googling ancient roman testicles that there is a rumor and this has not been confirmed or denied that the word uh testimony and testify comes from the word testicles or testes because there's a rumor and again this was never confirmed and it was very late last night and i realized <laughs> it was wow wow one o'clock in the morning i'm typing in ancient roman testicles <laughs> my fbi agents probably wonder what the fuck's going on here but um they said that some men to form almost like a handshake, like I trust what you're saying, and I'm gonna be like, I'm tell you, I'm gonna make a testimony, I'm testify. They would hold each other's nuts while making the testimony. Well, I guess at that point they didn't have a Bible to swear on, so right, you know, they just had swear to... on each other's yeah, nuts. Exactly. So, it's well, not... I guess that would. Now, is it when you're testifying, are you grabbing the guy's nuts? I think it's almost like an each other's thing. Well, because I think it would make sense. I can't I, believe I'm, I'm. I equate it to a pinky swear. Well, I would think of it almost like if somebody's testifying and you then are holding the the nuts of the guy who is testifying. That way, if he's then lying, you give him a squeeze because, like, yeah, no, he's vulnerable. Like, there. That would make sense to me. Is that I'm gonna hold or? But you would say like, yeah, like I'm going to let you hold my nuts to show that to show that i'm telling I'm the telling, truth i am truth in it to you and then he would turn his head he'd cough <laughs> and then that was how that was how those exams started that yeah there we go <laughs> you just inadvertently cough hey there's something wrong here yeah and that's how that's feel like a bullet <laughs> in the neck, which is what we were always taught is how you test yourself for testicular cancer do you test yourself for testicular cancer? i do not i do in the shower i sh i probably should let me tell you how Sure. It's you take your test. You want to show me how? <laughs> yeah, I'll do a how to video later on the Patreon. You can look up. The <laughs> but uh, you just you, they tell you, you got to just feel it's he, my my doctor said it feels like a bullet lodged in an egg. Interesting. What to feel for. OK, you best believe I'm down there. Feeling yeah, bullets. no, that's that's important. It is important. I'm writing a whole story about it. So is that's, that going to be the tagline at the end? Is just that all of whatever's going on with him, he just had cancer at the end of it all? Maybe I, I don't listen. I didn't. I didn't write the ending. I don't see an ending. Oh, I only oh. see beginnings. Oh, well, and if he's a god, he can just keep on going. He just keeps on godding. And I feel like it could be fun. Like you have one issue that takes place in ancient Rome. Well, I also feel like we don't see enough of ancient Rome in in comics. So I'm I'm excited by that idea anyway. I listen. I don't know much more about ancient Rome other than their testicle things, but I think there's a book. To, I think there's a story to be told. I think there's a story to be told with testicles, and maybe at some point he, the Greek gods, are like, oh, testicles, you have to come help us, and he's like, no, fuck you guys, and then of course he will because he's like a superhero, right? But um, yeah, testicles. I had so many other character puns, <laughs> but. Pubis hairs and the virtual assistant Gina were the only ones that the I... virtual assistant Gina I think is my favorite thing I think well, and the fact that it it took me until you said V A that I just I I love it and it's a good pairing oh absolutely I mean 
testicles and virtual assistant Gina. <laughs> I think it's a good pairing in nature. That that's incredible. so. I think you have a couple issues in ancient Rome, and then all of a sudden flash forward to modern day because he's a god. He's going to live, right? But I don't know. I don't know. That's where you come in. That's where I need your expertise. There you go. All right. I just gave you the the pieces. Okay. You have to be the puzzle maker. I can. I, I think. I think we can do some puzzle in there. I think Dan can... can draw. And you know what? Kevin does good graphic design, so we can rope him into this. There somehow. we go. I think we got something. I think here. we got something. Huh. And then next thing you know, you're gonna have your Marvel, you're gonna have your DC, and you're gonna have your HB Comics, and those are gonna be the three main. Right. Those are gonna be the three main comic creators. There we go. And whoever writes Invincible. That'd be Image. Yeah, that's good. That, oh my god, I read. The entire series. That's insane. Which I is you fully because I, well, I see what you I'm, read. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you. Obviously, they can't see what I'm about to show you. It's dummy thick, but it's I read the entire. Well, it's dummy thick. The the first book. Yeah, there's three books. So I read the entire thing in like one month. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Why is my phone on SOS? All right. Do you feel as if you're in danger right now? I, mean, I did just talk a lot about testicles. I, I was fine up until you started talking about testicles. Um, I'm going to... Oh, wait. Now it wants to work. All right. Well, while you do that, I'll go back to this question list. We'll do a couple one or two more, and then maybe we'll wrap this bad boy up and put a bow on it. Sure. I'm trying to remember if there's anything else. You can ask I, me as many of those questions as you want. I am more I did, than happy to... I did tell you before we started rolling a new thing I'm leaving on this show. Oh, did we even talk about a heartburn thing? We didn't do it last episode either. I am so off with my new episodes. We've been we've been we've been we've been scratching the surface. We've been jumping around because we we mentioned heartburn. I had I had talked about it being how much I love Emily, and then we sem we I had the idea of making it about passion, and we never really went into. Went into that. Well, my passion is um, my dog, Joel, and my podcast, Heartburn and Testicles. Uh, that's, yeah. I, yeah uh, I'm being handed a phone with so an image. The three, the three volumes. Okay, so I, w- I would encourage people to look these up. And because I believe, I'm pretty sure the showrunners want it to be as true to the comics as possible. I believe so. And it, it season one is. That's like, that's like six inches thick. Yeah, it's it's stupid. That's three Bibles. And I I bought I don't been going back and forth with getting the first they call those the compendiums. And I've been going back and forth with getting the first one for a long time. And so then I finally was like because <clears throat> I think they're like fifty bucks a piece, maybe seventy five. And I finally was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna I think I watched the show and I'm like, screw it, I'm gonna buy the Such first compendium. Show. Such a good show. Read the first compendium absolutely like became obsessed with it bought the next two like immediately mm-hmm. after and just got through the i think i got through all three and maybe so let me ask you is each one a, a different arc yes it, so, so it's it's like se- it's like several arcs within one within one but is the is is it all several arcs within one giant arc making up one or is it just like the equivalent of like oh we're just gonna put all these comics in one binding and then we're just going to take these next time it's basically so what it is is that each there's the each individual issue and then there's each individual trade which is like those thinner books Mm -hmm. and then they go into the hard covers which are a little bit thicker Mm -hmm. 
and then the compendiums, which are those size. And so the compendiums are usually, I think it's like four or five of the larger volumes. So it's sometimes it's like the bigger arc, but sometimes it's basically like, all right, well, there, I don't remember how many issues there are in the whole series, but let's say for argument's sake, there's like 150 issues. It's like, all right, each book's going to be 50 issues. And so that's, and usually a lot of these stories, they try to round them out where it's like a six or 10 issue arc. So then you're getting, you know, a handful of arcs then at one, at one point. Hmm. I would probably never read all that, but I That's cannot fair. wait for the shows that I out. can't wait until season two. I cannot wait until season two. Yeah. I absolutely, absolutely love that show. So I'm going to ask another question because one of these piqued my interest. Before you before you ask that, speaking of shows that are on Hulu. Oh, no, never mind. That's on Amazon Hit Prime. Monkey. Yes. Yes. I want more Hit Monkey. Yes. That was what nobody else I know has watched that show. I watched that show. I loved that I show. I really enjoyed it. I've been trying to get anybody else to watch it. And everybody's like, yeah, maybe. And I just, I'm so happy that you. I do you watch it. I did watch it. And I did like it. And it stayed as true to the comics, to my understanding, as it could. The comics don't have the ghost stay but it's because yeah. they, they couldn't in the comics you could just read the monkey's thoughts exactly in the tv well and and do that. the fact that they had jason sudeikis oh, doing yeah, the voice was such a good it. such a good uh such a good choice and i after seeing that i had seen hit monkey pop up i think in a deadpool comic like maybe like a yes. tiny arc yes and Be- i was like this is an interesting character i actually think spider-man was in that i think you're right because i'm pretty sure hit monkey I'm trying to see if I remember this right. I believe Hitmonkey was the goal of Hitmonkey was to kill every other assassin or every other. That sounds assassin. right to me. And so he's obviously attacking Deadpool, trying to kill Deadpool. But Deadpool is like a superhero, and I believe Spider-Man was like trying to tell Hitmonkey, like, "Hey, he's a good guy." And then Hitmonkey was more or less like. I don't care. I'm killing assassins. Like, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> right. And then, but he like wouldn't kill Spider-Man because Spider-Man's not a bad guy. That, that lines up with what I remember. Uh, and then Hitmonkey has his own, he had like, I think two, two of his own solo runs for like three or four issues. And so after watching the show, I ended up buying both runs. because so like, this is, this is incredible. Well, yeah, I, I love the monkey. All right. Man, there's like so many good questions. I should have just like managed this better, but I'm gonna ask you two more. Okay. One, what? What's the? What's your? I want. I want to say the question was what's the worst story arc that you feel like you've read? But I'm gonna ask what is maybe just your least favorite. Uh, like you ever read a story arc where you're like, what a waste? Batman or not Batman? Spider Man One More Day. Yeah, Spider Man One More Day happens after the uh, the superhero Civil War. The first one, because there's two civil wars in Marvel. After the first civil war, uh, the universe knows that, or the world knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And halfway through civil war, Spider-Man's initially on Iron Man's side. That's when he shows off that he's Peter Parker. Then he switches over to Captain America's side. And at the end of it, then he's on the run. And Mary Jane and Aunt May, he's got both of them. They're like hiding out in a hotel. And at the end of the Spider-Man tie-ins for it, uh, Kingpin hires an assassin to kill Peter. Assassin fires the shot. It misses Peter and hits Aunt May. So then there's this arc going on where she's in the hospital and they're trying to figure out how to save her. All this <laughs> oh, stuff. this is the one when he's like, he 
Spider-Man visits Kingpin at yes. Peter Parker. Yes. That's like, one of my favorite uh, parts. That, that's I, that's I've one of my favorite panel. So that's during what's called Back in Black. That's when he's wearing like the black suit mm -hmm. again. Uh, that's one of my favorite panels when he beats the shit out of him. And he literally, Kingpin. like, he puts his web in the dude's, in his Kingpin's nose and he's like, I will kill you as Peter Parker yes. if she dies. Yes. That, that is one of my favorite Peter Parker moments. After all of that, when Aunt May is like on death's door, Peter and Mary Jane are visited by Mephisto, who says, Mephisto. I, I, Mephisto, uh, and he says, I will save your aunt and I will make it so nobody, it's the basis of, uh, no way home. I will save your aunt and I will make it so nobody remembers your Spider-Man, but you need to give up your wedding and your happiness to Mary Jane. That is literally No Way Home. Which is... Is that where they got the idea? That's where they no got Way the Way idea Home? from, yeah. That's quite interesting. And it was... I I always loved the, the Mary Jane and Peter Parker relationship and the fact that they were just writing it off. Apparently, the behind-the-scenes gossip was that editorial was like, we can't have Peter Parker being a middle-aged guy who's married. Like We want him to be fun and relatable to like single people who are reading this or whatever. And so they just did away with the, the wedding... And with the marriage and all of that, and basically almost reset Peter like college age kind of a thing. Interesting. And you just feel like it was a waste of your time. I just I hated it so much because I love that relationship. Yeah. And they have not been able to recover since then. But I wonder if it's almost good writing the fact that it made you feel so sad. I mean, it made me feel something, which is good. Yeah. Like if, you, if you can get a reaction, so whether it's good or bad. I'm critical of a movie. I'm like, oh man, that movie sucks. I hated the ending. And it's like, well, wait a minute. That maiden's eye relate to the character. So is that good writing? Right. Or because I'm very much just like, I don't care. I like happy endings. Put a bow on it. Like, yeah. I'm like pander to me. You know well, I remember I mean? when I was that. when I was a kid, I remember I think it was in like middle school and I, I saw uh, Marley and me and I remember going into. I won't watch that. I huh? I won't watch that. Yeah, that's no, that's fair. I don't watch most movies that involve animals where I just know something's bad's gonna happen to the animal. I will not watch. Well, and I so, haven't watched Bambi to this day. Well, that's fair. Uh, I, but so I go into into this, I was in middle school, so I go into like math class the next day or, or whatever, and the teachers ask me like, "Oh, you know, how was your weekend? Whatever." I was like, "Oh, I saw Marley and me." He's like, "Oh, I wanted to go see it." I was like, "Yeah, the movie's stupid. The dog dies in the end." Like, I, I was like, "So spoilers." Yeah. What? Sorry. Uh, hello. After you just said that. Um, <laughs> But I was like, you know, I was so critical and I was like, no, like I'm like, it was an emotional movie. I was like, whatever middle school age, like 12 years old. Like, of course, that would have went over my head. But that's a good point. Like, it makes you feel something. Yeah. Uh, I just hated it because I hated the fact I like I said, I love the relationship. You just felt hard done by. And you watch exactly. the whole build of relationship. And then Marvel's exactly. like, mm, we're done with this. And then since then, they just haven't been able to, to bring that back. Yeah. And that's why I was saying my to wrap or to tie everything back when i was saying my comic recommendation was renew your vows for spider-man because this happens years later and it's in a universe where that deal never happened okay and so that's why i just highly recommend and then they retconned it that the reason why mephisto uh didn't want peter and mary jane to be together is because their daughter apparently kicks the shit out of mephisto at some point oh nice so all right last um, question what character can you absolutely not get enough of right now? You are hyper fixated on this character is like your main character. You need more. It it has been Batman for a while, 
which is I think is an interesting answer because there's so much Batman so content everywhere. Batman, yeah. But I Batman's a character I'll always come back to. I'll wa- I'll read anything, I'll watch anything, and then if I'm going to sit down and watch a movie, if I want to watch a superhero movie, it's going to be a Batman movie. Whether it's an animated one, I just recently rewatched uh, the Batman Beyond movie. You know Absolutely what's crazy? Batman Beyond when we were ki- the animated show that took place in like 2015. And it's supposed to be like the future. Yeah, I don't know if they ever established what year. They probably did. Well, I looked this up fairly recently because I used okay. to love the cartoon. Like this is Saturday mornings, I'd watch that cartoon. Oh, yeah. and I, I guess it was like a 90s cartoon or early 2000s cartoon. Early 2000s. And I looked yeah. it up and it literally is set in like 2015, I think. They're uh, tying back to Static Shock. They just started releasing, DC's releasing a series where it's future Static Shock meeting Batman Beyond. That's neat. Which I haven't read yet. I, I want to pick it up. I haven't gotten, uh, gotten to that That's yet. That's neat. Um, but so Batman's one I, I always want to see more of. Um, I'm trying to think of who else recently I've been reading a lot of. And we just pull up your Instagram post. You probably have it. I probably have. I mean, I'm trying to think of who I've just been jumping through. I want to read more X-Men comics just because that's always a fun time. Um, I'd love to see more better a bill. Give yeah. give me that horse Thor. I love mm-hmm. I love me mm-hmm. some horse Thor. He looks like he'd be a villain, but he's like the best Thor ever. He's the best. If you ever get the chance, his most recent like solo series in like 2020 deals with this idea of like the way that he looks because that that like horse version isn't his. I just did like a horse. Yeah, you're pantomiming being a horse right I know, now. Yeah, everyone. Um, <laughs> but the uh, that horse like that visual isn't his main look like his main look is like this very like weird like humanoid thing and then when he's in like his thor version he has like the horse look and everything i feel like i'm picturing the humanoid now that i think about it and it's during this series he gets stuck in the horse version and so then he's dealing with a lot of like he's on asgard and he's dealing with a lot of stigma because people are like we're not really comfortable with the, the... Why is Bojack Horseman? <laughs> exactly. It's like, we're not really comfortable with the horse that's walking around. Um, and it deals with a lot of, like, introspection and, like... It's very deep for a comic about a horse. Interesting. Um, Maybe I will investigate that. Actually, I might have to. I think I'm... I think you... I've just convinced myself that that's going to be one I recommend for our uh, our reading list. Because that's a very good story. I'm excited to listen to your podcast. I we've got. And I, I am think... so. I am such a bad friend because uh, Cast Pod uh, with Callum and Kevin, uh, the Disney Desk with Carter, who's been on, and uh, his friend Sydney. Well, I guess our friend Sydney. I'm gonna claim her. I'll claim her as a friend. Sydney, you're my friend. I just am behind on listening to my friend's podcast. I've always felt bad. I I don't think I've ever listened to Cast Pod, which I feel awful that I haven't. Well, Cast Pod, they're just pumping out content. They're Are they on, still? They're on a roll. Oh, wow. I actually learned, which I don't remember if me and Kevin talked about this in the last episode of this podcast, which is not out yet, but by the time this is out, it will be out. They did uh, an episode where they do, it's like burn cast or something where it's like they take this show and they do it. They do their show as if they're on this show. And they do on the Disney desk. So they do their show as if they're on a Disney desk. It's a interesting. very interesting concept. I have to give it a listen. I'm excited to see what they do. I'm excited to see. If I'm going to have to listen to that. Yeah, I want to see if I'm getting mimicked in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I hope I hope I am. I hope I'm getting mimicked in that. That's that's a great idea yeah. of, of a podcast. 
I'm going to have to do it with them. Oh, yeah. But I'm probably going to bring them on. I'm going to have them do an episode of their show. I won't even be in it. But You'll I'm have to do like post it. As burn, burn, cast, burn. Where like you mimic them mimicking you and yeah. just keep going back. And burn, like heart. Burn, heart, cast, pod. Burn, burn we'll figure cast, it out. heart, pod. We'll, we'll work out the details. But uh, I asked you a million questions. Is there anything that you would like to ask me? Well, I know. So you you have asked me a million questions. I've loved it. I love when when I can talk about comics. It's my favorite thing. Listen, we've been rolling for almost two hours. I don't even know if you noticed. Has we really? It's felt like it's felt like twenty five minutes. It really hasn't felt that. We are we are unedited right now. We are at the hour and forty eight mark. That's amazing. I I love and I mean I I'll get to your question in a minute, but. My question was, do you have a question? I'll get to my question <laughs> for you. But I, well, let me, I, I'll ask you the question and then I'll go into my little spiel. But I, I know the same joke I made too in the last episode is that I told Kevin if it, nothing's off the table, but I have, a, if I don't want, if I don't want your question, I'll edit it out. <laughs> but I'm going to keep doing this joke and eventually I'm going to edit one out and people are going to be like, you didn't ask a question, <laughs> what was it? And so, but until that moment, there you go. I will tell you, if I, I, I'm not answering it. I was trying to think of what a good question for you is. And I, I mean, we, we've known each other forever. I mean, years. you, you and Dan have been friends forever. Yeah. And I met you shortly after you. How met old Dan. are you in fifth grade to the viewers at home? How old are you when you're in fifth grade? Because that's when I met the Matter East family. Probably. I think I would, I think you're like, what, 10 in fifth grade. Does that sound right? Uh, I, I, I don't know. You know, who's really good at this. My mom's really good at this. I think I'm trying to think for me, I think fifth grade would have been like 2005 ish. All right. Well, you're 18 in 12th grade. Right. You're 17 in 11th. You're 16th. This is hard to say out loud. You're young. That's how long I've known them. So I'm 26 now. And in fifth grade, I met the batteries. So we've known each other for most of our lives. Yeah. And it's insane that like you lived around the corner from us and that like there's, there's a long history of our families knowing each other without realizing we've known each other. Yeah. We've been neighbors for way longer than we've known each other. And like your dad went to high school with my mom and my uncle. That's, that is also true. Which is just wild. That is also true. And it's like the fact that like your dad knew my grandmother, like it's just so weird. That is weird. And I think that's why I've always not to get mushy, but I've always considered you like a brother because we've always been so close with i'm the same way with you and dan that's literally and that's just what, what i mean i is. literally go to your family or i have gone to family functions you Absolutely. have big parties at your house and then always the veggies are also to be there yeah that's always been always been it um which is why i was so excited to be invited on here but anyway my question for you uh I you don't got, have. I, I got nothing. I, I can't think. Of, my my brain is okay. is empty. I mean, Kevin. I thought Kevin was gonna make it deep and hard to answer, and he asked me how many fourteen year olds I could take in a fight, or fourth graders I could take in a fight. So, uh, and uh, if you listen to the last episode, that you'll know my answer. I'm gonna have to listen to the last episode because I'm curious what your answer is. Me and Kevin probably talked about this way longer than. <laughs> I'm just gonna let. And, well, I'm I'm giving a warning as if this. Like, this is coming out after that episode, so hopefully people just listen to it. We talked about it for way too long, I think. That's incredible. We really broke this thing down to a science a little bit. That is incredible. I guess 
All right. So my question for you, I'll go a little bit on the, I guess the serious route, but if you weren't doing the job you're doing now, what would you let, what's your dream job? What do you want to you do? You know, I, I have been asked question before. I have literally had like girls stop talking to me because they've asked me this question. I don't give a satisfying answer because I don't really have a dream job. I don't have, There's like, nothing I don't, wrong with that. I don't dream of working that that's per se, that's per se that's a good answer right like, there i don't dream of like i have this big fear of being a cog in a wheel like i do not want to be like for example like i want this to grow like mm-hmm. i want harvard podcast to grow i want content creation i want me being entertaining to grow like which definitely i think so i have really been struggling lately to find like a better paying job and i almost think it's because it reflects like that my heart is never in a job interview. Yeah. Like my heart is never in my nine to five. Like it's just not what I want to do. So I literally like, like at work today, I was looking up stuff for this show. Right. Like this is like, I, so I don't really have a dream job per se. Well, I so guess even your, your dream job from not to cut you off, but it seems like it is the, the content creator I wanting like to be to, an, an entertainer. I like and that's... to make people laugh with things that I put out. So this and like me and Calum had that YouTube channel, but Calum moved to Texas, so that's been on hold. So like, sure I miss Calum. I do miss Calum. I miss Calum. Um, Calum's coming home soon, and he should be on this episode soon. It's his finals week right now. Oh, okay. So he should be coming on the show right after his finals are done. Cool. Probably cool. the next episode. After oh, this that's one awesome. will be him. I'll have to when he comes and when Joe comes and you guys go to the Green Parrot as you do. I will have to do that. tag I along might because not I never put that in the episode. Because that's that's a very specific place that we go to. That's yeah. That's and right. I know all most crazy fans want to find me, but we do do that. But yeah, when you guys that. when you guys go out, I'll I'll have to tag along. They're, they're gonna be home for a couple of weeks. I'm trying to go out as much as possible with them. I'll, like, I'll try to, try to come out with, with you guys as much as possible. I'm inviting myself along at this point, but I, I've been invited enough times and haven't gone. I'm more confident you'll show up than Dan. So how you like that, Dan? <laughs> that's no, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but no, I think that was a. I think that's a, a good like wanting to be a creator, and and I feel like now there's so many different content creators and so many different ways to make content Mm -hmm. that it is crazy, especially when you are working a nine to five to find the time to do it. Yeah, for Um, sure. For sure. So the fact that like we made the time to do this today, that you made the time when you recorded with Kevin, you're going to make the time when when Calum comes home. I mean, I can give you props for that, for finding the time to do that. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not, I mean, I've also been complacent in my life too. I have put a long pause on a lot of things and I've just been just like doing my own thing and put my head down and just kind of like existing. Well, and it's easy to do that. It's easy to, to be complacent mm-hmm. and to just kind of get through the day to day and just wanting to, to get through and, and basically there, get to the weekend. I'm about to say one of the corniest things. And if this ever gets on to TikTok, people will flame me because <laughs> there was once a podcast was on TikTok. I really don't remember these two guys and I would love to give them credit, but I don't remember who they are. They said they're the dude said his two favorite movies and he got flamed and he said it was Avengers and it was greatest showman. And he got, I love fl- both of them. I love movies. both. I love both. And then he got flamed and everyone's like, you, you bad taste in movie. Bit, 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 bit. I love both. I understand they're not, neither are the best movie ever right. made, but they're fun movies. 
But Greatest Showman, P.T. Barnum has a quote, and I'm probably going to butcher the quote, but I think he says, uh, comfort is the enemy of progress, maybe, or... That that, that sounds something like vaguely that. right, yeah, yeah. But I that really stuck with me. It's like I have this like fear of getting comfortable because if you get comfortable, then you might not ever be satisfied. Well, and that's healthy to not be. I mean, you can be comfortable too. I mean, well, yeah, the you, way everyone wants to live comfortable, right? Well, but, but also like being complacent. Yeah. Maybe not being comfortable, being complacent. complacent, which is definitely a fine line, and I definitely have been on the wrong oh, side absolutely. of that line but when you turn on like you turn on the news or you look at anything that's going on these days and i mean it's the world is a shit show and so i mean we're you know we're coming out of a pandemic i mean i realize you know it's 2023 but like you're coming out of all that you're coming out of uh you know all the insanity that's going on in the world it is very easy to put your head down and want to just get clock in, through clock out and just and, that's exactly and not even just with doing. work but just in general in the life just exactly. clock in clock out and that's just it wake up and just handle the day in front of you and hopefully you are fine to get into bed later and and doing that every now and then or doing that in part is great sometimes sometimes you got to do it i agree but it's when you when you get into that for life and that's where the problem yeah, is for sure so I do got to give you props that you're you're trying to work your way yeah. past that and and I want to say I'm not knocking people with with real life growing right. jobs like if you if I'm not shaming any I mean you have a world. you have a grown up job I you do have and a... I don't I mean I do and I don't but it's right. it doesn't I pay mean, enough that's for sure uh, my boss doesn't hear that but plenty of jobs don't yeah uh, but it's... I don't know I just always had like this fear of just like waking up one day when I'm like 40 or 50 and the alarm goes off on a Monday morning for work and I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I 40 years old? Well, I have that. I'll get, I'll get real with you for a minute. Well, everyone has that on a Monday morning. Right. But I'll, I'll like, get real with you. I don't know if me moving like that did anything to the volume, but I don't know. Um, you're probably fine. Yeah, no, one, fine. no one's made it this far. <laughs> as soon as I—that's said, why I'm getting real as now. As soon as I said testably, as everyone, <laughs> and we're gonna go see what Conan has to say on his podcast. We we got through all the comic book stuff, so now I'll be real, and <laughs> everybody can tune out. Just gotta get out for the comic book stuff. Here's you you deserve that. You deserve the real. Here's parts. the bow on this episode. But it's you know I'm I'm 28. I'm almost 30. I am still living at home. And, and and that's not a problem at all. I mean, there's plenty. Of, the housing market now is shit. I mean, it's you know, but then another JoJo guy. <laughs> he, I don't know if he's just like on cloud nine right now because he's sound asleep. So it's not. So so far it's not. Yeah, he is out. So he far was, it sounds like JoJo has something against Superman and has something against the housing market which both of the both of those you said that you still live at home and <clears throat> jojo is like yeah when am i gonna get my own place like, <laughs> like, look at me. like i'm working on it like i can't that's, afford a well, fence you know how expensive <laughs> fences are like yeah, they they're not cheap um but it's the like my whole thing you know i'm, I'm almost 30 i'm still living at home and it's this idea like there are moments where I wake up or I'm like sitting on the couch watching a movie with my dad and I have these moments a lot more lately where it's like the fuck am I doing with my life like what's what is going on here and it's like uh, I mean I, I work a nine to five job I work a, a 
serious adult job. You have a very, I, very, I work very, very grown up, serious. Like you need to be paying attention, job. And, oh, absolutely. You're the kind of job that you cannot think podcast bits. While you're a, exactly. I mean, if I miss things, and you know, everybody messes up with their job. I, I've certainly messed up in in yeah. other things that I've had to do. Well, I imagine right now there's someone sitting in jail listening to this podcast somehow. And he usually, like, I messed up. And he's just thinking, like, yeah, my fucking. Thing, <laughs> it's my thing. <laughs> um, but like that's, I mean, you know, again, like I'm, I'm, you know, still living at home. And there are moments where it's like, uh, I don't like, I don't think my dad resents me still being at home or whatever. But it's like, I gotta do. I feel that something I gotta move. I gotta do. And my whole thing for the longest time, it was like, all right, I'm going to move out when I'm, you know, 26, 27. Uh, but then, I mean, also like the pandemic oh, hit, and that pandemic. that threw that threw the wrench in everything. Everything, dude. I literally had potential jobs that were like, "Yeah, we are no longer hiring. We're actually cutting staff." So I sorry, yeah, that's yeah. For so I was lucky at that time because I was working for the PD's office, so I had like a stable well, job. Well, that phrasing is actually what led to my complaints uh, being complacent. Complacency mm-hmm. is. It, got, it was a point where I can't wait to find a new job to literally a week later. I am so lucky to have this job. Oh, yeah. So that was it. That was it. Oh, yeah. I mean, all like no one's working. And it's like, wow, I have a job. I so, feel like a lot of people came to appreciate where they were in life at, at that time. Yeah. Um. But like that happened. I ended up during that time. I got a new car because my car was going to shit. Uh, and then I was spending money on comic books because I like. We'll what else am I going to do? Because I'm just never I'm just saying that. Well, it's absolutely. Who you are as a person. Absolutely. And it's one of my favorite things. And I, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine because, as I said, like Emily and I, I think I said at one point, like we're trying to find a house and we're doing some house hunting and all this stuff and everything's so expensive. And I'm like, well, I should probably cut down on this, you know, all this spending that I do. It's also like, this makes me happy. This makes, you know, the chemicals in my brain do the thing that they need to do. Exactly. And, you know, the world's a shitty place. So yeah. if I need to, you know, it spend some money on the world, the shoulders that much less heavy. Exactly. So. so that's my little tidbit there. Um, I forget. There was another tidbit I was going to throw in there. I also found out I use the word tidbit a lot. You did use this three times. You just I just, it. yeah. Um, there's something else I was going right, to say. Real or fake superhero name? Tidbit. There you go. I'm asking you. You just huh? Oh, asking you're asking me that. I think that's a good superhero name. Is it real or is it fake? Did I just make that up? I think I think he's fake. I've never heard. I've never heard. I hope I'm not gonna look this up. I'm gonna let this air. And I hope there's that one fan out there, a big tidbit tidbit fan. If you if you like, can find hey, would you tidbit, come in the fifties? If you can find a tidbit comic or a character named Tidbit, please. Put it in a comment somewhere. I will personally we'll find, find this comic and read it. We will become the biggest experts of. Tidbit. I will buy every appearance of Tidbit. <laughs> I will do that for this podcast. Um, yeah, there was something I was gonna say before I asked your question. Then I forgot what I was gonna say. So. Perfect. So I will give you the time it takes for me to have an outro to remember your thing. So. Do you have any socials you want to put? Thank you for coming on. Oh, I, I'm thank you for having me put a bow on this right that, now. Yeah, that sounds about it. This has been a pleasure. Long overdue. Absolutely. Long overdue. You'll have to come back on. Oh, absolutely. I've been, a, I said it at the beginning, I've been a long time fan. I've been listening since episode one. 
Uh, I'm I've so been, sorry to hear that, but also thank well, you. I've been well, and I've always loved it because I know most of your guests, anyway. So That's hearing these stories true. that also works against me. Everyone who like, oh, I'm <laughs> a big fan because my best friend's been on, and it's like okay, that's not everyone like the bat. Most people don't have that, but right. I but will, I, I've always just loved. Then I'm, I'm hearing stories about like when we were kids and hanging out, and like hearing yeah. then when you guys are talking about like stuff with Dan, and then sometimes you'd be like Dan's brother. I'm like, Hey, that's me. Yeah. Um, but that's just always been just like, I I've loved listening for, for that. And well, I cannot wait to become a fan of your podcast. I where, can't wait. Do you leave. know where that's going to be? I believe we'll be releasing on Apple podcasts. Apple podcasts. Uh, I don't know if we'll be releasing anywhere else as of yet. Uh, again, watchers of the multiverse. We don't have any socials set up yet. I think we'll be making an Instagram soon um first episode i believe should be airing by the end of may uh, i think we have one or two more episodes we want to get into the can before we release um by way of socials i've got anthony's comic vault on instagram uh and death of superheroes which i hadn't mentioned oh yet, yeah we did uh, on instagram as well so anthony's comic vault is the one where i post just anything and everything that I find from comics, my reading lists, all that. Death of Superheroes is literally just what it is. It's just I find character deaths and that's just if you want to be sad, that's where to go. If you have a favorite character and you want to know how they died or if they've died, message me on there. I will happily find it and post it on there. And, and the only thing is I will not provide the tissues when you have to cry. But that is that is the only thing uh, there. And yeah, those are my my two big three big things well by the time this airs maybe you will have episodes out and then i will share those and i will share your socials uh on my socials which on instagram is harper and podcast and twitter harper and cast because we didn't think make those the same and also on facebook harper and the podcast uh and you can find my personal socials by way of all of those socials so uh any final remarks not that I can think of, just that this has been an absolute pleasure. Well, that pleasure has been mine, I assure you. Anything from JoJo? No. Very well said. <laughs> well, everyone's taking that to JoJo. <laughs>